like hearing the following words, booger, sex, poop, butthole, fart, pee, boobies, sack, dingleberry, booger face, then this show might not be for you. I'm Chris Bublon, joined in the studio. I got Matt Barry. Hey! We got... <laughs> oh, Alan Richardson. Hey! I was waiting for that. <laughs> and we have Mr. Bob Philpott pushing all the buttons, making the noise, um, bashing the, the blocks, uh, answering the phone. If you want to give us a call at 978-454-4980, uh, if you want to argue with us about anything that you yeah. disagree, if we said something that yeah, offended you. Yeah, argue with us, you jerk. We're all having really <laughs> rough days. Yeah, well, I'm having a pretty good day. Yeah, oh, come on. But yeah. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. I, I want to send out a huge shout-out to uh, James from Let's Roll Egg Roll. He was over at uh, Navigation Brewing Company tonight. Uh, he hooked me up with some egg rolls, man. I had a St. Patty's egg roll, and I had a mariachi egg roll. These guys, they just jumped at me with the guitars. It was wonderful. Oh. That was a mariachi band. I think uh, I don't know. Yeah, make jealous. I know. <laughs> no, the egg roll was great. I, I I couldn't read all the ingredients, but uh, and what he does is he he matches like different sauces to go with the egg rolls that you're eating. Dude's amazing, and he's back in town, and he you can find him over on Jackson Street. We need to get him on living for the weekend with us uh, in the upcoming weeks. I think we can have that happen. Um, and oh, and by the way, I also want to thank PJ from Navigation for uh, letting me have some <laughs> this great uh, Springline beer that we're sipping on throughout the evening. And uh, I, I guess that's all that I got to plug. How are you guys doing? I'm well, man. Yeah, good. I'm I'm real well. It's been, it's been a while. It's I know we haven't hung time. out in like months, at least a year. It has been right? almost a year. I think the last time I saw you guys was your barbecue. I think you're right, yeah. Did that happen after the last show? It did, it yeah. did. Is my mic on? Can you hear me? It is. I can hear you just oh, okay. fine. I'll even make you louder. No, no, you don't need to do that. I just, <laughs> I can't hear myself. It freaks me out, man. Well, Whoa. just make me louder than Matt. Okay. Yeah, definitely. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You're God's not doing a good enough job. Because uh, you know, Alan's like the alpha of the group, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like the pack leader. I have the most mass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I've, um, yeah, the last time we hung out, it was that, that beer. Uh, <laughs> I like doing a little beer barbecue. And the last yeah. time before that was the last episode of the last season of the After Party. That's right. You were probably here for the last one, weren't I think you? So. It was yeah. cool because on Stitcher for a long time, it was in my favorites and everything, and that was like the episode. It was just on the top because <laughs> it was the most recent one. Was it just, was it the three of us? It or? was the three yeah, of us. Yeah, I think right. it was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was a fun show to go out on. I picked the worst beers that night too. What I, I think pick? it was uh, Dirty like... Bastard from oh, Founders, yeah. and it was so hot out, and uh, it was just the wrong point. And I'm like, I don't care. It's the last one. Yeah, it was like an old. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> now um, I know we have some interesting beers tonight. We're gonna drink after ten thirty. Yeah, what 10:30. kind of theme did you do with them? Did you? Uh, you know, theme? I I was thinking about how cold it is. 
And I, I went with that, two double IPAs, and then I saw Night Shift. They have that one hop this time, and I'm obsessed with the one hop this time. Last week we did uh, with the Matuka hops. This time we have the Ella hops. So I, I wasn't going to do Night Shift twice in a row, but you know what? It's Night Shift, and I didn't care because I'm interested in trying out the different hop. Um, and then we have one called Primus, and I just love Primus. Oh, nice. So, what kind of beer is that? Uh, it's a Belgian ale. It's a Belgian table beer, so it's a little bit lighter. I know it's about 4.3% alcohol, and it's made by Liquid Riot Bottling Co. over in uh, Portland, Maine. Yeah, huh. table is definitely the best uh, furniture genre of beer. <laughs> it is, it is. Well, back in the day, they used to have, like... They used to make special batches of beer, so they'd make the table beer for everybody, yeah. and then they'd make their stronger stuff for when, you know, nobody was around. Yeah, every <laughs> once in a while, I get, like, a Chase Lounge beer. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a classy gal. Right. So I was thinking about doing a beer blog soon. I, I think it's, I'm going to do it on Saturdays. I'm just going to visit breweries and just goof off. If, if people can have blogs about being a mom, I think I can have a blog about driving around yeah. and drinking beer. You can have a blog, Chris. It sounds like a country song. It does. <laughs> well, that's only if my wife leaves me. And yeah. uh, so far, she acts like she's happy most days. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, it doesn't seem to be from you. Well, that, that that's besides the point. <laughs> sure. She, she's been nicer lately. Um, me, her and I keep in touch. <laughs> sure you do. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's a busy woman. Oh, um, I know. Yeah, I'm serious. We keep in touch. Good. I follow her around. Well, I've been. <laughs> well, what we were doing uh, last Saturday, where uh, we, uh, New Hampshire, I think there's other states that do this also. Uh, they give you this card, and in New Hampshire specifically, there's 39 different breweries you can go to on that card, and you get a stamp for every brewery you go to. So last Saturday, we were on a quest for stamps, and uh, we, we were able to go to. Uh, Four was places. This, was this, you and your this wife? was Gabby and I. We made nice. sure to fill our bellies with some food, and it, we stopped when we had to stop, and we had a fun day. Uh, what four <laughs> did you go to? Uh, uh, Rockingham Brewery in Londonderry, Kelson. Oh, oh, dude, Kelson's great. Rockingham yeah. is—they're interesting. They were really good. I like the, the black we went. and white with the pig on them, right? That's their. Beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a beef stew that day too, and they still had a oh, green beer going good. on, and the green beer was actually tasty. I feel like I can trust green beer coming from a brewery before I can trust it coming from like you know That's just some random bar. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> like, I'm I think... drinking the, the green beer straight from the source. Well, well, that's it. Because yeah, I think you, if you ever go bite to... into a tomato fresh <laughs> out of the greenhouse, you just haven't lived. <laughs> I'm just like if you're going to a bar, you can almost assume that they're just adding food coloring to the beer. Now maybe they're doing that in the craft brewery as well, but at least I you know. Just trust them more. I do. I, I have a I have a bigger trust for knowing if it's coming from the source. I, that, that's just me. But they did a really good beer. There's they made one, a uh, a bacon stout at one point. They did, and uh, <laughs> they were actually using that to make a beef stew. Which uh, we oh that ate. sounds super good and all the potatoes I'm like yeah and all I got I got like one little flight everywhere we went except for that last one that one was kind of big but otherwise uh it, it it was a great time and then we went to 603 Brewery and uh, I think that's also in no I can't remember what town it is right now but it's definitely New Hampshire yeah yeah it, it was good so it was all stamps that's all it was. The last a bunch of stamps. A bunch of stamps. And then we get a like a, a sticker collection. What <laughs> happens when you get them all? Uh, I guess you get you a DUI. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, was, I was very safe, very careful. You know what I need to do is I need to... Uh, what happens when you get them all? Uh, you mail them in, and then you get mailed like a, a, a prize pack. Oh, nice. Maybe like, I don't it's know. It's a breathalyzer <laughs> for your car. <laughs> <laughs> and it won't turn on until you breathe into it. 
Well, that's uh, I guess they sell those over at Walmart or Walgreens as breathalyzers, and I feel like those would be a very important tool to have with you. You know? No, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I felt fun. I, I, I was very careful. I had uh, my my DD was my wife, so well, you're getting very so defensive what, about this. No, I'm just saying uh, I, I was the DD because I was going light. I was I was only drinking light beers the whole time out. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, then your honor. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> flights at each place. So you had 16 tiny light beers. Yeah. Okay. And then we'd stop in between. An episode of Sex food? in the City. <laughs> <laughs> no. What kind of food did you eat? Uh, we had the, that uh, beef stew, and then there was another place we had popcorn, and another place we got. I got a Cuban sandwich. Was not impressed with the Cuban sandwich. Did you get any dessert? No dessert. What's on a Cuban? Uh, pork, ham, pickles. I think Swiss cheese and mustard. I might be missing something, but I doubt it. Um, but that that's on a Cuban. I, I, it was it was dry. I don't that's know. like the uh, like the sister sandwich to the Monte Cristo and the, the Reuben, Reuben, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Sort of. Not maybe. <laughs> you <Yeah>. stupid idiot. <laughs> well, I mean, it's coming out of... It's a, it's a Cuban. It's just... We all have the same food. It's just that what we do with it is different. So yeah. What is it that groups those three sandwiches together, though? What's the Monte Cristo? Uh, That's, uh, it's on French toast, first of all, which is... Okay. Uh, but it's uh, turkey and, I think, bacon on... Yeah, I think it's turkey, turkey bacon, bacon, and cheese? That's that. Where's the pickles? Where, it's on French toast. You're gonna put pickles on that? Well, you're saying that's like a different version. The Cuban is yeah. It's a people. different version, Chris. <laughs> well, this is completely different ingredients. Bob, do you know what the Monte Cristo is? Uh, I think um, Matt's on track, but I, is it deep fried as well? No, no. That would maybe be some good. crazy restaurant. I went out to, to breakfast with a friend recently, and she got a uh, Monte Cristo, but the the it wasn't French toast for bread. It was donuts uh, oh, wow. fried at like French, made like French toast. Really? Oh. So the Reuben sandwich. That sounds terrific. Yeah, that's you know, the Reuben sandwich is corned beef, Swiss cheese, sauerkraut, Russian, Russian dressing, dressing, and marble rye or pumpernickel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, I like me. A oh good man, Reuben. I love me a Reuben. Yeah. yeah. A Reuben, it's great because it also kind of tastes the way trash smells, but in a good way. <laughs> it's like yeah. you, you combined a bunch of gross flavors and kind of made them walking, work together. Maybe walking. if you just paninied your trash, <laughs> it would smell yeah. better. Do you put Russian dressing on anything else? No. Like, You're right. It's pretty bad. I, I was walking by somebody at the gym and I, I smelled a ham sandwich and it was weird. My, I was like, well, was that what I thought it was? Like, ever walk in. <sighs> To uh, like uh, th that McDonald's that closed down in Hampton. Why would I be walking into a closed down McDonald's? It's, well, it's closed down, down now, but out. what do you mean? You, you know, walking a closed down McDonald's. <laughs> what kind of friend are you? <laughs> I remember when you guys know when you're getting flights of beer with your wife, and all of a sudden you walk into a closed down McDonald's. I just remember <laughs> when it was open. I couldn't tell if I was smelling BO or Big Macs, so I got that same feeling when I was walking by that person that smelled the ham sandwich. It's confusing me, man. That's all. But no, I would not want. Was it like ghost sense of a closed down McDonald's past? <laughs> no. So was the guy holding a ham sandwich? Or did no, he, he wasn't. Smell like a ham sandwich. I, th I think like he just smelled like a ham sandwich. It was weird, man. I was like, I'm just trying to wipe down my machine because I was done with it. Because they judge you if you don't wipe your stuff down. Oh yeah, no, it's also gross if you don't wipe it. Down. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Well, I, I understand that, but I mean, what if you didn't even sweat on it? No, it's, it's so not true. true. Yeah. 
Like, then why? What, then are, you, what are you doing there? <laughs> well, what if you just sit you on it to, to do like you know hammer curls, and then you get up and you didn't leave any like butt sweat? I'm, you should I'm, still wipe it down. All right, I understand that. All right, look, I'm not defending. And here's the thing: I've seen you, Chris. You're a sweaty guy. I well, know you're, when I'm you're about going to the gym, <laughs> getting up off these things, and there's no sweat. That doesn't happen. All right. Well, I'm not. Look, I'm not arguing. I understand. If I saw somebody leave something really gross and sweaty, I, I'd judge them too. I'm just saying. Happens. What I don't understand is when you go to the bathroom and it it, it has those like air dry things. Yeah. And it uh, says, oh, when you put your hands in. Y- yeah. God, those are terrifying. <laughs> well, <laughs> Dyson Air Blades. That's what they're called. The Dyson well, no, the Franco 127 hours. <laughs> they pride themselves in saving so much paper for. Uh, for being able to like dry your hands off, yeah, but man. There's paper towels everywhere. <laughs> Given so, home. yeah, oh, that is weird. Don't pride yourself in saying, "Oh, we save so much paper," but you you see the paper towel roll two feet away from the air dryer. You just change Those your air logos. dryers are so creepy. Yeah. It's like playing operation with the filth that's been blown off of everybody's hand. You know what I mean? Like, you can't touch... Like, have you ever looked at the bottom or, like, the walls of those? They're (laughs) horrifying. Yeah, you don't touch those parts. Yeah, but you gotta, like, so carefully... The the air's blowing your hands at those parts. And you gotta, like, resist them. Yeah, it's like some terrible game. Like, listen, (laughs) I just took a a horrible crap. Like, don't don't make me do this now. Well, you know, that's kind of like the New Age version of, uh, remember back in the day, you see those movies where they had that, like, repeating towel? That was, it was the same towel all day long? You know what I'm talking no. about? You never seen that? Did your uh, school ever make you watch 12 Angry Men? Yeah. It was in that when they were going to the bathroom. He even, like, wiped his, his face on it. That's just not what it took away from 12 Angry Men. Oh, well, I remember they went to the bathroom and, and said, normally we have our own paper towels, but it used to be just, like, a thing that One just spun in circles. One round thing that goes around and everyone's yeah. rubbing their face on the same towel? Exactly, yeah. That's the grossest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's little... not good for your skin at all. Well, they probably didn't know that. They were just drying their hands oh, off. Oh, man, people in the their 50s face. were stupid. Oh. <laughs> everyone looks back like, oh, what an idyllic time, and everyone's happy and the country's morale was at an all-time high but no people were just dumb <laughs> rubbing their faces on the same towels right yeah well i mean but it, it take a while you know we never took a while to learn we solved the issue but now it's just like oh now we got all this garbage <laughs> we do have all this garbage now but it's okay we're just gonna keep we just gotta it. stop cleaning ourselves we just gotta keep we're just gonna keep, keep i'm trying to find a picture of it so yeah you can see what i'm talking about you put a picture of it for all the listeners. Yeah, well, I'm, ta- no, I'm not could, talking to them, Alan. We could launch the trash into space, like on a Futurama. Uh, never mind. I would, I honestly, dude, I, I wouldn't mind it if we threw a bunch of stuff into space. Like, what are we going to hurt? What? I suppose it just makes it more dangerous for any space travel in the future, because it's more stuff to hit. Well, then don't. <laughs> you don't need to. Yeah. Well, like, come on. Cut it out. Don't go out there. Or just, like, throw the trash out far enough that you're, it's not going to get in the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, drive it halfway to Mars and then just chuck you it. Think, you think you can launch it into the sun? Does that technology exist? If you're, as rocket scientists, call in, let us know if the technology exists. Oh, I doubt to it. Launch we trash can't get close enough. Sun. Well, I mean, there, here's, aim here's my sun. thought. Is you're going to have to wait for the rotation, uh, of, or not the rotation, the, the orbit of all... Of the other two planets. So they don't to, get in the way? Yeah, well, because if it's near it, it will get stuck in, in the that orbital, orbit. In the, yeah, oh, it'll okay. get stuck in that pole. So you have to time it out, right? Yeah, and then you also, you know, you got to depend on where the Earth is to the sun. you got to hold that country that's facing it's down for it, or you got to wait till like, a weird time of the day. <laughs> that's true. 
You think? Yeah, dude. You know what? I am a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. I'm doing okay. I guess you are, Alan. You strike a deal with that country, and they're like, "All right, we'll take some of your trash too." You let us launch it out of there. Yeah, well, it's going to have to be somewhere out of the equator. So, I mean, like, we'll just go. Yeah. Just, well, did you, you know, the good old American way, like, hey, we're going to uh, put a bunch of trash here, and in, in 17 years, we're going to uh, chuck it at the sun. Well, did you see the uh, uh, that news recently? I mean, I, I, it was everywhere that NASA discovered seven new suns, or not new suns, Earth's new uh, planets. Yeah, yeah, that were possibly in a, in a habitable. different galaxy. Right, and I think it's about uh, forty light years away. And what drives me crazy is the artist's depiction because I really start digging it. I'm like, wow, that's pretty intense. How they can get those pictures? And then it says artist depiction at the bottom. <laughs> like, it might not look anything like that. Yeah, no. <laughs> and uh, I, I, you know it, what I think another Earth could look like. <laughs> like Earth, but without us. That's the best job in the world, by the way. You're just like some art student who got hired, like some executive from NASA shows up like, hey, can you draw like a version of, we found like seven new planets. That's all we know about them. Go with that. Right, right. What are they like? They're kind of like here. Oh, that's all I need. Uh, that one has more water. That one's kind of dry. This one's cold. I don't know. You know, it's funny you talking about jobs too, because we're going to be talking about that at nine thirty. Yeah, um, we are. Jobs, jobs you want, jobs that uh, you wouldn't ever do, because uh, jobs you didn't know existed. Because I've been having, I've been conflicted. Jobs lately. you do with your hands. I've, uh, I, part jobs of, you do with your feet. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> jobs you do with your ears. Yeah, jobs you do. You know. Like radio, you do mostly with your mouth. Right. Well, yeah. This, this all kind of jobs. Yeah. Well, I, I've had to um, talk to a, a, a career counselor. <laughs> Don't, you're talking to a career anyway, counselor. Anyway, sorry, I'm watching Alan right now off the air. High five. Uh, I've been, and she's been very adamant about uh, getting a job. Like I, I feel like I'm getting kicked out of my mom's house. Your career counselor is very adamant about you getting a job. Yeah, how's how's the do, the job search because going? You're an adult. Well, I mean, I feel yeah, like that's I, her job. I, I, I've been feeling weird because I kind of have a job that I was trying to see through and and figure stuff out. Oh, that and was I just stupid. Finished school, and now this career counselor's like, so uh, how's the job search going? And I'm like, ah, uh, fine. But, I mean, for me, I go and I look up, like, little job listings, and I can't find anything that I think I'd actually like to do. And it's frustrating me. Like, Chris, you, should... you got to just, you got to realize, man, that work sucks. You just got to go do well, a Well, some sucking... people like their yeah. job. I talk to too many people that like their job that I'm like, there's no way I can do something that I hate doing. Buy this radio station. I can't. That's never going to happen. And Ladies and gentlemen, if you're tuning in right now... Uh, Donate to our fund to get Chris Pouvelon <laughs> no, to buy WCAP. I'd be a horrible owner, and then that would never happen. I already know. Let's not go th to this conversation. Pledge your money. Call in. Somebody I will give you my you bank account number. That would be weird. Yeah, if it was like, hey, man, I heard it work the other day. You were scheming to overthrow me. I was <laughs> not. Sam, I do not want to buy the radio station. <laughs> I have no aspirations. Yeah, you heard him. He's not going to buy it. He's going to take it on his own accord. Nope, nope, not going to happen. See, and I don't know. Like, I don't know if I, I like working in radio, but like, there comes a time where you, you got to wonder. Like, there's so many people that make like a decent wage, and that's not happening. <laughs> and I, you got to, I don't know. Well, Sometimes find I get you a jealous. Job, I can't get jealous. I need to figure out what I want to do. So I go to all of the listings, and I'm like, nope, don't want to do that. 
Don't do that. So uh, in the next half hour, we're going to discover some of the uh, maybe the crummier jobs to have. Yeah. But maybe it's good to know a celebrity because celebrities hire some hire some people to do some really stupid things. Yeah, yeah. you get a lot of weird a lot of weird gigs doing a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. I do. Well, I mean, I'll talk about my job. Right, the, yeah, the yeah. job part. You know, so, you know, we'll go to a break a little early, and we can just chat about that when yeah, we we'll, come back. Because we have plenty break. to chat about. Yeah. Let's go to a break. So, let's go with a little Steel Panther. Let's take a break. Here at 980 WCAP, the after party. Yeah, it's break time. It's break time. take over the radio station for three hours every Thursday night, all by my lonesome? Well, they do. And it's called The After Party on 980 WCAP. There you can join me, Chris Bublon, chatting with some very funny local comedians. We'll talk about the goofier moments in the week, chat about local events, and also sample a beer or two. Don't tell my boss. We're here every Thursday night from 9 until midnight, only here on 980 WCAP, where everybody gets it. At the after party, kid seats are just ten bucks. They're free. Back to the after party. C.A.P., you're listening to the After Party. I'm Chris Poublon, joined in studio. We got Alan Richardson. Hey, hey, hey. We got Mr. Matt Berry. Hey. Hey. Aw. <laughs> we got Bob Philpot, who will, uh, he, he'll be smashing the blocks, grabbing the rings. Um, I don't know what that was, but he'll also answer the phone if you want to give us a call at any time throughout the show at 978-454-Invaders. Is it Space four, Invaders? Not even close. 980? Dig Dug. Dig Dug? Oh, okay. Ooh, Dig I should remember these over the past few years we've been hanging out, but <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and uh, uh, today, uh, chatting with uh, my career counselor, who uh, I need to, you know, tighten up my resume. I need to register with the, the career center. I need to do all that stuff. Oh, I need Chris to. Bland's got to get a jerk. I, I know. What I kind know. of font you rocking on your resume, ma'am? What kind of what? Font. font. Comic Sans. Comic Sans? Oh, my gosh. Right? No, that's not a good idea at all. No? No, don't do Comic Sans. (laughs) Uh, I think I I gave my resume to... (laughs) When I was, like, really considering trying to move around, uh, I I think I forgot my name on one of them. (laughs) Which uh, was not that professional. No, you're creating an air of mystery and intrigue. I was trying to wonder, like... Who was that miracle candidate? What career would it be now? Because I know I, I grew up wanting to cook. 
And once I started like working in a restaurant, I was like, I don't want this. <laughs> These people are awful. <laughs> so I, I don't. I like to cook, but more for my friends than for like. What did you guys grow up wanting to be? Did you have any aspirations to be anything? Uh, my mom always makes fun of me because uh, in the first, first or second grade. They gave you a sheet. They said, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said I wanted to be uh, a worker at Canopy Lake so I could <laughs> ride all the rides for free. Oh, jeez. Okay. And I stuck with that for many years. And then really? after that, I wanted to do... Did you uh, actually work there? No, nah, I never accomplished... You should have fulfilled that dream. <laughs> Get a job there this summer just I've like a month. I've never accomplished my life goals. <laughs> And Do it this summer. Get a job there for like a month and just ride the ride for be, free. That'd be, be great. Like, this is me fulfilling that hole in my life. You are you sure you want to work here, sir? It's usually for high schoolers, like right. twenty seven. Like, yeah. Oh, I know, but you know, I'd love you to be at the roller coaster and not be pumped up at all. Like do your depressing thing. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Just I'd do be, the sad guy. Yeah, thing. just do the sad guy thing while people are getting on. But you got to give the whole spiel. <laughs> that would be great. Oh. Yeah, I, I've never actually wanted to work there. No, that's all I, I wanted mean, to do. Was, I cool. thought that was like the coolest job you could have is working Canopy Lake. Because then, like, I was like, all you get to do is clean up puke, and you get to clean up, and you get to ride all the rides. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Uh, I wanted to make movies for a long time. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. And then you went to college for it. When I was like I mean, a little kid, I, got, I wanted to write books, but eventually I was like, oh, yeah. that's really hard. Yeah. I eventually transgressed. I wanted to do movies for like my whole teenage years. <laughs> Yeah, and it's weird that it's you and I just aren't good friends. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we have more in common, but I feel like you just don't like me that much. No, I like you a lot, but you live in Boston. You make it real hard. Yeah, we well, should come to Boston. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like. But it's hard to park. Nah, dude. It's wicked hard to park. Where, where My neighborhood's super easy to park in. All right, I'll come park at your neighborhood then. Yeah, then we can walk around and hang out. Where, uh, <laughs> just, just let me know. I'll come. I'll dude, come it'd be park great. Dude, I'll like kiss you on the forehead. Yeah, I love forehead kisses. Yeah, dude. Who doesn't? I I don't. Yeah, that's why you don't have a good career. I guess. I guess. Well, when With I was a kid, Rob noses. I wanted to. Uh, <laughs> Heck yeah, we can, buddy. That's I, safe to say on the radio. I when I was seven, I remember uh, seven years old. I wanted to be in radio. I wanted to be a, a DJ. Oh wow! So you, you you're living a dream right now. <laughs> sort of, but I I gave up on it. Like I I talked to one of my um. One of my uh, school uh, homework assignments was to call up somebody uh, in the profession that I wanted to be a part of. And I remember calling, I can't remember what radio station, I called some radio station. And when they went to commercial, I, I was able to ask him a few questions. And he, he answered my questions, I asked him about college. And once he told me the years he went to college to do what he was doing, I was like, oh man, I'm out. <laughs> I didn't realize I was actually going to go to college. And I was like, that sounds hard. And I... <laughs> I gave up. I'm like, what else am I going to do? And then I decided I think I might want to cook. And then I just kind of fell into this. This was this was just kind of random. Yeah. I mean, but, you're, good, uh, you're a good cook. Yeah, well, I have If fun. you ever have the opportunity to go to one of Chris Poopland's uh, barbecues, they're delicious. Definitely go. They're fun, but the special people in my life go there. So Man knows how to, uh, man knows how to roast up. I was d- debating on actually Ooh, doing yeah. that this year. Doing what? Uh, doing the barbecue this year. Yeah. You should. Uh, I should. Yeah, man. Uh, I was th- I'll I was, come up, hang out. I was thinking about uh, doing something else. The cool mom will go. Yeah, right. Me and right. the cool mom. Well, maybe maybe I'll do it. I'll I'll, I'll only I'll, I'll keep it simpler this year though, because the next day after those things, man, I'm only standing around all day, but my legs are killing me. <laughs> it's weird because all I'm doing is cooking and drinking beer, and then the next day I can barely walk. Well, we're doing a lot of cornhole. We were. That yeah, was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was a nice day that day. 
But uh, I was trying to think of like other uh, uh, careers that possibly because I know uh, me. I'm looking at the job listings and I have no idea what I want to do now because I'm looking at it and all I am like, no. No, no. And I see something interesting, and then I get like almost uh, uh, nervous by the the amount they're actually going to expect from you. And I'm like, oh man, no way can I handle that. <laughs> and it, have I been too accustomed to being here and living in? Uh, now I don't want to say my job's easy because my job is confusing, but you know it's it's it, it's a weird job. Well, so yeah, how can like I translate this to somewhere else? It's your routine. That's why it seems so. I, I easy. guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe I need a new routine. But you know, there's some famous people that, uh, or even still, there, there's some odd jobs. I know you were telling us off here. I'd love. <laughs> you got paid to do something wacky. Yeah, recently. I've had a whole bunch of weird jobs. I try to, I try to have as weird jobs as possible. One really? of my, one of the, what I do now is I do uh, improv dinner theater, and uh, it's like Saturdays of the the Holiday Inn, and. Uh, it's just like an improv murder mystery dinner theater. Really? Yeah, it's a super fun time, but it's like the weirdest thing, and I never knew that was going on. Yeah? But, um, no, what I was telling you off air was that uh, my friend uh, Dana J. Bine, who's another uh, super funny yeah, I met him when I was d- I did this camprov thing. I think I've talked about yeah, when you, I you first... I met Dana, yeah. yeah. I Dana, met him there. Dana's he's one of like the funniest fella. dudes, yeah. yeah. Super nice guy. Shouldn't have done that with the mic cable. Well, uh, don't mess with it anymore. I just can't help but play with it. Just leave I'm it alone, because start... that's the one that cuts out, man. Well, don't, and, no, don't no, cut me. that was the one in the middle. No, that one just sucks. This one, if you touch it weird, it like it'll turn off. Well, so, if you touch me weird, just don't touch the, the mic. opposite happens. Mike Berry. Oh, oh with the jokes. Just, don't, just try not to touch the microphone if you... If... I'm not touching the microphone. Okay. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Bob, <laughs> be on my side, pal. Oh. Stop that. All right. Sorry. I'm getting the burns in on you. Yeah, I don't like that. Sound so you were getting paid. So anyways, uh, I, I got through Dana. We, I got, I, we ended up getting paid to, um, basically it's, it's the, this foundation. I don't want to name any names because it's just a weird, it was a weird day. Uh, right. It's this philanthropic organization that has this organization of young presidents of different companies around the world so to be in this club you have to be under the age of like 40 I think it was and your business has to make at least like 5 million or a million or something a year and so it's all millionaires from all over the world and they go to Harvard for one week a year to all do classes together and meet up and then uh, the guy that runs the foundation that runs this group uh, he has them all over to his giant apartment on uh, in in the middle of Boston to have like a big party and get to know everybody. And a lot of people are like from like just different parts of Europe and Asia, and they've never been to Boston. And so what he wanted to do was he hired Dana and I to pretend to be new members of the organization from a, the Boston chapter. <laughs> And uh, he wanted us to be just jerks. Like he was like, yeah, go around, like kind of be like weird and shady. Everyone like kind of like hint you're you're tied into the mob. And uh, it, so we showed up early, and it's just us and this guy, and he's telling us all this stuff to do. And meanwhile, we're just looking around, like, what the hell place is this? Because you could see, like, the whole it was like a high rise apartment in the middle of Boston. You could see through like everything it was nuts wow that must have been incredible the guy he had a whole room that was just the original parquet floor from the garden so you got to go be a jerk to a bunch of rich people yeah and uh 
his whole thing was like, and at the end, I'll give my speech to the party, and I'll let them know that you were just part of the act. And he got drunk and forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so all these people, they're trying to be like philanthropists in their in their business because the whole point of the organization is to get young money to be philanthropic with their money. Yeah. And so it's like a really everyone like there was a point. I feel so bad for this. But there was a point where one of the guys from the group was trying to talk to the leader of the foundation about funding his algae farm, pretty much. Right. Because algae for protein is like a much safer way environmentally to, to get protein. And that uh, raising cattle for beef is like is is terrible for the environment. Yeah. And um what, so it tastes good. But yeah, but like but it is I understand, it's, it's, yeah. It has a terrible like uh footprint or carbon footprint, yeah. you know. So uh the guy's giving the spiel to him trying to help stop global warming <laughs> and I'm just slowly <laughs> creeping up behind him. <laughs> and then he goes, "You know, you know it takes 13,000 gallons of water." For every one pound of red beef that's distributed or that's, that's produced, and I just yelled, "A thousand pounds, a thousand gallons of water!" And he's like, "No, thirteen thousand gallons of water." I was like, thirteen gallons of water?" He's like, "No, thirteen thousand gallons of water." I was like, thirteen thousand gallons of water for every cow?" And he's like, "No, for every pound of meat." I was like, "For every pound of what's that like?" Like four cows, like a thousand gallons of cow. How many? <laughs> and I just kept yelling at this guy. This is just trying to help stop. <laughs> right. And I, it got to the point where everyone in the group just got annoyed and walked away. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so from now on, global warming's kind of my fault. Like, <laughs> but we weren't the only like paid people there. He had paid two drag queens to walk around the party and harass everybody. Really? And then he had paid two other people that just lie naked in bed and have like pillow talk oh okay the whole time. so it's a little it's a little more it's it's it makes it less subtle what you're doing weird stuff like that's going down. yeah it's all then people are like okay this is a weird party they had an absinthe bar oh that's classic but that's then dangerous and then they had another like full bar of just everything but all right here's here's the most fun question i like to ask people that after so all right hold on there's so much weird crap about this. At one point... We have to push this topic to later. <laughs> well, I'm interested. Keep going. At one point, like, so before the party, he's walking Dan and around trying to show us the house. And the house is just... there. There's an asteroid in, right in the front door that... It's, it's an asteroid. It's, it's like a for real asteroid from, from space. space. And this dude right. bought it? Yeah. Dude, there's not a lot of those. No, he said it was it's like $2 million. Oh, oh like, man. That is no, I wouldn't spend $2 million on an asteroid. Right. Well, so he, he's a photographer, and he goes around and takes photos of like different like third world countries and stuff. And um, so he shows us his room. He's showing us the apartment for the party. And he goes, look at this. And he shows us his picture of all these prisoners. And he goes, that is... 35, and he's like, all these people from Rwanda, they're all serial killers. <laughs> and it's just him in the middle of them. And I was like, what? Whoa. And he's like, see this guy right here? That guy killed 35 people. <laughs> and he shook my hand. And yeah. I was like, what the hell? And then he points to the ground. There's just a submarine hatch. And he goes, see that? There's a submarine hatch that goes down to my office. <laughs> we're not going down there tonight. And then he just walked away. And then I realized we're standing next to a motorcycle that's just signed by Sting from the police. <laughs> like, it was a really weird place. Uh, it sounds like it. But so what do you think they had for food and snacks at this party? Twinkies. 
Chicken nuggets. That's absolutely literally what they had. They had Twinkies. Really? Yeah, he was the first person ever guessed that. It's not. <laughs> they just so they had a bunch of Pizzeria Regina, and then they had a silver pl- like a, just a literal silver platter with a giant pyramid of Twinkies, and then they had another <laughs> giant platter of just all the other Hostess cupcakes all around it. And so I just ate so many Twinkies. I was trying to be like an obnoxious jerk. <laughs> they were probably there just for you, Alan. Oh, dude, it was... The only thing he was missing was hot dogs. It was... Oh, the funniest was... um. So the guy was a really, really funny dude. And uh, he's, like, giving this speech at one of the party, and Dan and I are still trying to, like, really just annoy everybody. Like, they had these uh, giant Congo drums that were clearly not from... Uh, America and I just started playing them. <laughs> I started playing them until his daughter had to walk up and take them away from me. Really? <laughs> well, she was in on it, so she was like, "Okay, stop it." Right? Um, oh, that was going too far. No, no, she was uh, happy with it. Oh, okay. that's what he said right off the bat. He's like, "Nothing's too far, so do whatever." And I was like, "That's a mistake." Right? And like, you know, I don't, I don't drink, but uh, Dana was drinking a couple of beers, and I was filling up those beers with water. And then putting the beer bottles in pockets of my suit jacket <laughs> and walking up to right. people and be like, what's going on, guys? Just pulling out beers and shugging them <laughs> and just putting them back into pockets. That's funny. Um, but he was giving the speech at the end and he was like, everyone, uh, everyone, uh, come, come down here and listen to me real quick. And people are still talking in the back. And he goes, uh, hey, shut the bleep up. And, uh, you know, people are kind of like laughing. And then just everyone started quieting down. I just parroted that, but yelled it way louder than laughed at myself. And people just gave me the dirtiest looks. So like I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting paid like worthwhile. <laughs> You're like annoying jerk guy. Right? Yeah, but like all, I'm annoying like people that. Are really honestly going to change the world for the better? Like they're, they're all getting together globally, right? That's just like so any funny. like national or cultural or religious line. You're just ruining it. You're like and a I'm super just villain. Worried and ruining it for no reason other than that guy who started his amusement. <laughs> I, well, what I think is funny about that is just. Uh, that has to take some nerve, you know. I mean, for, I don't think I could handle that. I I would not be right for the oh, job. Oh, dude, it felt nice. But there was something about you that they were like, I know the guy, right? <laughs> no, they just so uh, Dana was just like they offered it to Dana because he does uh, like national improv groups and stuff. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and him and I just work together a lot. Right. And he was like, Well, you know who'd be great with this. It's Alan Richardson. Yeah, because he was one of the counselors at the Camprop yeah. place. Yeah, he was on like MTV's Made. He uh, has classes at Improv Boston. Yeah, he's yeah, got a yeah. great stand-up special you can find. Uh, West, oh, really? Western Masochist. I'll have to check it out. Danny J. Vine. Well, uh, very very funny man. And if I say his name one more time, he's gonna give me twenty dollars. <laughs> if uh, well, but that's what's so funny about when you're you know a millionaire, you, you can hire people to just do the most mundane tasks. Like for instance, like Pink here, she requires a nipple pincher to get her amped up for her performances. So she look. I was watching like prior to one of her performances, and she just starts yelling nipple nipples, <laughs> and then somebody comes out and he's like, boink. It's a he. <laughs> I think it was a dude. Yeah. Oh wow. And then uh, and then she. It, it's a really quick motion, and then and then she runs away. Honestly, like that sounds like a terrible job. Uh, I guess. Really. Yeah. 
Pinching nipples? Well, dude, no, just pinching nipples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what, like, because then, like, then There's you no get worked up. Involved. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know what, like, the nipples aren't the only thing getting worked up. I just pinched a lady's nipples. Yeah, you're, you're removing the whole sexual And I, now I just got to go in the back room and drink a Coke? Maybe he has a couple shows a night where it's like he goes and he, like, goes and he pinches Pink's nipples and <laughs> right, he hustles right. across town <laughs> and he pinches, like, well, Christina nipples or something. I don't know. He would he wouldn't be pinching Lady Gaga's because she actually pays a nighttime cuddler. Yeah. No. That would be an awful job. That, I hate, I don't even, I give my wife like 15 minutes, then I got to roll back over. My arm starts hurting and stuff. Oh, that's the worst when they start, like, you realize, like, oh, no, they're intending to sleep like this. Yeah, women. Yeah. Women are always trying to sleep next to me <laughs> <laughs> after we have sex. And they're just like, now let's sleep together. And I'm like, what, ladies, calm down. Yeah. It's, you it's, know? It's just, uh, I can't, I can't handle that. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, Too many of them. Lady Gaga's former uh, personal assistant actually sued her for unpaid overtime. Uh, among the many allegations uh, she made regarding her clingy demands, uh, one was uh, that uh, it required her to sleep alongside her boss. <laughs> That'd be awful. So not only did she have this personal assistant, her personal assistant was required to you know, cuddle her and sleep next to her. I mean, I'd snuggle my boss. I guess if you're a female, it's a lot easier. I'd be like, all right, let's do this. But is your boss a dude or a chick? You work with all women. Yeah. So that's different. Yeah. <laughs> if your boss was a dude, for you. I'd so well. I mean, her husband owns the company, and I would I would snuggle him too. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Now, would you be on the middle, or or would you be I'd, on I'd the, part of the outside? In the middle, I would, I would like that. That's what I'm saying. I'm would saying, you give him make... the old JC, like hold one arm over each of them <laughs> if they want? If that's what they want, and they like Head to the side on the pillow. Yeah, and they nestle up in your armpits, kind of yeah. each of them like this, sort of facing each other. Yeah, like the good old JC. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm down with that, yeah. You down with the JC? Uh, Mark Wahlberg. I want to make what I'm making during the day, though. Yeah, I want to make... Uh, or no, I want to make more than that. I want to be paid like a decent amount for that. Well, you have to figure. I mean, if you are... How much is your time worth? Yeah, I, I would say he's got the figure. If you're, if you're willing to snuggle with somebody, especially a famous person, you have to imagine that if you're going to go that low, that... Maybe you're getting paid a lot. Like Mariah Carey, she pays somebody to be her cup holder. I think Bieber does the same thing. No, I wouldn't do that. That's degrading. You think so? Like yeah. somebody just holding your cups, holding your drinks wherever you go? Yeah. You, you can watch like... Game of Thrones? It's so insulting when they make people do that in that show. <laughs> I would I would make a game of it. Really? I mean, I just I wouldn't get hired because I'm too weird of a person. Yeah. I would definitely dress up like a dog or something, though. Right. See, that's why I love Nathan's old job, Nathan Burke. He he actually dressed he up a as a uh, telegram guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has a story that I love hearing every time they bring it up. Uh, he sang to Cameron Diaz, yeah, and her makeup artist. And it was uh, he was dressed up as a chicken, I think. Yeah, and uh, she only knows him as the chicken, so he got to say meet her, but he, he did it as a chicken. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, he hires somebody to uh, wake him up incredibly early. Somebody to keep the time for him so he's never late for an appointment. Oh, specifically man, for time. Company. Yeah. Uh, Ludacris uh, used to pay somebody to carry extra Game Boy batteries. 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't under like it, it's so silly to me. And and look, if you have the money, then sure, go, I guess go for it. I'm sure that's just overblown. I bet you it's just he makes his assistant always have batteries on him because yeah. Game Boy colors, dude. For a while, yeah, man, that would be a problem. He's on tour all the time, and he batteries are heavy, so he's like. I don't think there's one guy who his whole job is is carrying the batteries. <laughs> like, well, all right, but here's here's the other thing though, is say it's like his crew, you know, his entourage. So it's an excuse for him to pay his oh, friends. Oh, have a buddy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yo, oh, dude, like, come sense. on tour with me, and like, like, uh, you know, I'll pay you. Like, we'll just write up some some BS reason for you to be. Oh, you're my battery boy. Hey, uh, Alan, <laughs> can I be your battery boy if you ever get famous? Dude, I would love it. I, I, mean, I would yeah. love no one more to just to hang out with me all the time than just hold your batteries. Dude, I just I feel like you and I we we'd be good to always be together, right? Yeah. Like forever. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it'd be cool. Like you're like quiet. Surgically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> surgically. Yeah, I'm gonna get attached to you. Dude, that'd be awesome. Man. Yeah, we. You know what? It would be my. It would. It would be nice to be able to do your jokes. Oh, you can't. No, you can't do that. You just. We just get to be attached. Well, right, but I, I'd be there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, but how would you like do each other? Like, how? you'd have to do the hand motions, probably. Yeah, no, I mean one of them. Yeah, I assume we're gonna each chop off one arm. Yeah, we should, oh, we yeah, should keep all the legs. Right. I think oh, you okay, guys yeah. are better, you know, separated and but, both the wieners. But maybe. <laughs> no. But we're gonna get them put gonna on have. top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna put them in the middle. <laughs> what I, if um? What if we got our backs attached to each other? Oh, that would be great. Oh, then all you gotta do uh, is turn around. We'd be like Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, we could have a. (laughs) (laughs) We could do a showcase of like each do ten minute sets flippy flops. Yeah. What if we do it so uh, one of us is upside down, so we just kind of somersault around? (laughs) Right. Well, one of you's always gonna have like a bad head rush, and I bet it would be Matt. He'd be the upside down one. I mean, that or he's gonna have a bad backache holding <laughs> me up all those times. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like I'm in for a life of pain if I attach myself to you. And then you're, you're gonna have like, yeah, that's what that's you know what? Ask my wife. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have like legs in your peripheral all the time. Uh, well, well, how do you explain uh, Mr. Larry Ellison, who uh, he has a speedboat follower to retrieve basketballs as he's playing on his yacht in the ocean. So he has a yacht, and he plays basketball, and instead of buying a ton of basketballs just to throw off into the ocean, he has somebody that follows him around. Well, it's also pretty like irresponsible to just leave a bunch of basketballs in the yeah. ocean. Well, yeah, but he pays somebody to pretty much just collect all the basketballs and give them back to him. Yeah, no, what a what a jerk for helping keep the ocean clean and stimulating the economy. No, I'm just saying, like, uh, he's creating jobs and cleaning up after himself. Well, and these rich Hollywood elite... Throwing their money around. I'm just saying he could play. He could do other things while he's on a yacht. He doesn't need to play basketball. He could save basketball for the land. But he, it doesn't matter because the no, guy has fifty million dollars. Like a fun yacht game. It, yeah, it, it I would lose my mind playing basketball. Yeah, I hate yacht. playing basketball, but I would I would play the hell out of some basketball <laughs> on a yacht. I would I would do it naked. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Dude, playing basketball naked I don't on think a I would yacht, do it naked. Drinking Mountain Dew coladas just to make it extra weird. Yeah, no, no. But I could see it being we- cool playing. With shoes on, but though. When, when, sneakers. When, yeah, when you're in the socks. water, the I'm the sure the basketball court is going up and down, too, where... I don't know. I was on ship. It was a huge ship, and I remember that was weird walking around sometimes. Oh, it probably is. I've never really been on a boat. Yeah, why do you think he's always losing his basketballs? <laughs> well, that's it. But he has enough money to pay... Like, Somebody, I guess it would be cool for them to just ride around and collect the balls out of the water and driving a speedboat for your rich friend. That yeah, I don't know how much you get paid to do that, but it's probably a super annoying job. 
You think so? Oh, dude, always having to like follow the basketballs and ri- drive a boat while catching the sea of tiny basket because you can't be that close to a yacht, you know. And and how do you schedule your basketball games? You know, do, do you I have think, to tell your honestly, friend. Honestly, I think that guy's just out there all day just in case basketball is played. Well, that's what I'm wondering. So, how much is your time worth? Uh, apparently, a lot. He Are there probably rules? also like saves people who fall off. He probably does other stuff. Yeah. Well, hey, we need to take a break for new, uh, national news, and then when we come back... Are we going to do weird news? We're going to do weird news next. And uh, I'm going to keep this... What's your dream job? You know, and if it just comes to your mind, maybe we'll... Uh, you can call us. I'll give you the number after the break. The or hey, 978 I'm Matt Barry. Feel free to call I'm in at any time. Medium. Where's my uh, suitcase? We'll be back my after this, uh, this, this news break. I'm Matt Barry. After party, after party, the after party, after party is back. Time now for the odd headlines with the after party on 980 WCAP. Welcome back to the after party on 980 WCAP. I'm Chris Kublan. Joined in the studio, we have Matt Barry. Hey. We have uh, uh, Alan Richardson. Where's my sub? <laughs> I don't know. I know you've ordered. You're waiting. You should have told them that you're on the radio, and then they can listen to and you guys waiting for your sandwich. Important radio people. Right. You could have, like, hey, we'll plug you if, if you give us a discount or, or get the hell over here. Right. Well, I mean, in all fairness, what time did you order? Uh, like half an hour ago. Yeah, it takes about 40 minutes. 40. Oh, I'm not, you know, take your time. We also have Bob Philpot. Making sure that uh, we sound good and pushing all the buttons and, and, and don't say the f word. Not saying the f word and <laughs> and he's answering the phone. If you want to give us a call and chime in on whatever we're chatting about uh, at nine seven eight four five four four nine eight zero nine seven eight four five four WCAP. You think there's any uh, like holdover Gary Hoey fans from that one episode who are oh, still? That'd be cool. Brought him on. And I'm hoping eight. Gary can come back, but he got very busy. Uh, he, was, I know he pulled his back out through, through that bl- uh, blizzard we had, which yeah. was awful. So you called upon your less famous friends. Yeah. Well, I called upon my friends that were already... See, the plan was to only have one of my friends and, and Gary Hoey. There, show. there are more DC superheroes in the Justice League. I and then, you. once you know G- Gary couldn't make it, there was room for another person. So, dude, you know. <laughs> Oh, I've been watching Legion. That's a pretty awesome show. I haven't seen it. I've I've just been watching uh, documentaries and and stand up specials. Yeah. Now, well, we, we can chat more about that at uh, after eleven. Uh, but now we got to do these uh, news stories here, and then in the next half hour we got some beer to chat about. But uh, right now we got uh, we're going to start over in. Um, I guess Japan. Yeah, let's start over there. Where there's a Japanese town. Uh, Do we have like a Japan sound effect? Like, uh, uh, no, I didn't. I didn't plan anything for. Uh, <laughs> did you just do an explosion? No, I thought. No, 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 no. I meant like a gong. Like I was thinking like a gong. Like an atomic gong. <laughs> no, oh. that's fine. We don't need a. We don't need that. Uh, but oh there, man, I didn't mean. There's Jesus, a, Mike. A Japanese town is offering elderly drivers discount funerals as an incentive <gasps> to give up their licenses. Yeah. 
and and they, for their sake, hopefully delay their own memorials. <laughs> now, be, we should do that here. There's a local police department. They're uh, partnering with uh, uh, Hyan Kaku Funeral okay. Home. <laughs> okay, Kirsten. <laughs> that was my best. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> that, that was the worst. <laughs> Look, it, I, that was my best <laughs> racist impression of a Japanese. <laughs> well, we can all mock the Australians, and it's no big deal, but we try to talk We haven't Japanese. done that either, Chris. Why don't you it's go ahead? in the past. <laughs> anyway, uh, they have 89 locations. Uh, Who does? Uh, the <laughs> Hain Kaku. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funeral home with 89 locations. Yeah, they have 89 locations. They have chain funeral homes in yeah. Japan. That's crazy. And uh, they're offering 15% discounts on funeral services for elderly residents who agree to forfeit their driver's licenses. Uh, and they, they say that recent statistics indicate that drivers over the age of 75 were to blame for 13% of uh, their region's fatal traffic collisions. In 2016, so they think you know, you know. It, 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 hey, look, we'll help. We'll scratch your back if you scratch ours. If you get rid of your license, we're going to make your funeral a whole lot cheaper on your family. <laughs> Very on the cheap. <laughs> so, uh, and then you know what else they're doing with that though is they're uh, they're selling like they're getting the pre-sales on the funerals then by offering that incentive because that's when you I imagine that's when you have to buy the funerals right after you give up your license. Uh, I, I, I think they just put the burden on your family. I'm not sure. Uh, they said that they have lots of tragic funerals. The rest of the story just pretty much uh, repeats itself. But how many times have you heard the story? Like, whenever that uh, you hear a vehicle went through a storefront, you just got to ask, how old do you think... I always wonder, like, I know some teenager that did that. Yeah. And it's always, I thought I was hitting the brake. <laughs> and uh, they go right through the, the building. And it, it always cracks me up. It's always somebody who's like 92 or... Yeah, absolutely. And uh, in, in Japan, they're just trying to cut out the middleman. They're like, look, look, you, you and I both know what's going on up there. You shouldn't be driving. Preserving all you the make your kids nervous. We're going to help you. Because, look, if you live longer, we're not going to be able to take your money yet. But we can we can plan. So uh, starting March 12th, which is a few weeks ago, uh, drivers over the age of 75 have to submit to a cognitive function test when renewing their licenses. Uh, drivers who fail the test must obtain letters from the doctor certifying that they are not suffering from dementia or else uh, they will have their licenses revoked. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I, and I think it's necessary, and I think it takes out the, the, uh, <laughs> the awkwardness of being the kid telling your parent, yeah. Imagine telling your dad, like, hey, hey he dad, be out driving. I can tell my uncle <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you got to cut the crap. You <laughs> kill someone and you scare me. <laughs> my dad gets quite a few middle fingers when he's driving. He's oh, really? Yeah. I figure, like, by the time I could finally, I'll finally be able to beat up my dad when he can no longer drive. And that's what I'll be like, see? Yeah. I could beat you up. You shouldn't be driving a car anymore. <laughs> right, right, right. So, uh, hey, over in Las Vegas, they have a good idea. Uh, Las Vegas, they have a bus that's offering passengers uh, more than a quick commute. It actually serves as a mobile clinic to cure hangovers in 45 minutes. Um, now, I know you don't drink, but I, you've obviously drank before. Do you get hangovers when you did drink? Oh, yeah. I would get hangovers, and then I'd throw up, then I'd get the Dunkin' Donuts. Well, it, the, that is pretty much your cure for hangovers? Or yeah, well, that and, uh, you know... 
as of you know you know maybe uh, it's legal now and uh, when I ah, drink you yes. know. That is very necessary, I think. It is the best way to get rid of a hangover. Well, they call themselves the Hangover Heaven Bus, and it's run by Dr. Jason Burke. Uh, and he can be found seven days a week, parked at various locations around Las Vegas Strip. It now, I'm sure... Like a doctor. Very, well, I guess he was an anthe- anesthesiologist, which, uh, that's hard to say. It but is, dude. The S, put in the S next to the TH Anesthesiologist? Like yeah. Anesthesiologist? Anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologist? Yeah, that's the one. Don't show off that you can speak English, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're well, supposed to be the dumb one. If you want to impress people, you speak some French listen, right now. Listen, Pudge Pants. <laughs> the clinic, they actually offer three packages which involve IV fluids, three vitamins, packages. antioxidants, and treatments for headaches and nausea. Um, and he says that he got the idea, and he is, I guess, a real doctor, uh, and it was based off of his process on um, clearing the symptoms of... Uh, I'm reading the sentence all backwards. He based this off of his experience as an anesthesiologist, and he says symptoms of a hangover are very similar to someone coming out of anesthesia. That's a, I don't want to like the story anymore after saying that word so many times. Uh, so what, what he did do on the bus, like you go on there, he gives you like IV. He gives oh, you yeah, an he IV, yeah. He gives you an IV with you. Is it like a waiting room? Well, yeah, that's what. I, uh, the hangover bus is the busiest between the hours of eight and ten a.m. on Sundays. Uh, employees said it is often booked solid in advance for such events such as the Super Bowl. <laughs> so imagine that, like just knowing that like, yeah, I'm getting. Loaded on Saturday, <laughs> three months from now. Can can you pencil me in for that Sunday? Can, can I, I hang out on your bus and you put an IV in me? Because in three months I'm gonna get hammered. That is such a hardcore like hangover. Like I could never do an IV thing to recover from a hangover, dude. I'll just lay in bed all day. Oh my bed. gosh! You know what? I would go somewhere. I've had hangovers so bad where I'm like, you know what? If that guy was around, I would totally go. I got an IV for a hangover once, and it was awesome. <laughs> but, I mean, that guy really hooks up. And you know what? Talk, talking about careers, that must be his dream career, dealing with really hungover people that aren't sick. You already know what's wrong with them. You're yeah. not worried about them dying, and you're only giving them stuff that's going to make them feel better. Yeah. And you're yeah, in Las Vegas harmless. where they drink, what, 24 hours a day? Yeah. Yeah. In the sun. In the in sun. In the hot desert sun. Dream job right there for him. I mean, he already put in the time for college. Dream job. It's going to be tough to like maintain that bus facility, though. You know what's you know a real dream job? Freddy Krueger. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, uh, we were talking about impressing people a moment ago. Uh, Nightmare you on, Nightmare you ever do anything to impress a girl? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Really? Yeah, well, oh, you met no, you met Carissa. Really. Yeah, I was trying to go out with her is how I met her, and uh, I lied and told her I knew how to play drums, so I could <laughs> oh. play drums in her band. So, but I mean that went on for a little while. Yeah, and now you probably know how to play drums. No, no, no. That's too bad. <laughs> well, uh, there's this one fella in Australia. He, uh, well, he was trying to impress a girl by jumping into uh, water. That he knew was infested with crocodiles. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 
In quotes here, I, I was trying to find the audio, but uh, and I'm not. I won't try to talk Australian because that's racist. No, no, you see, now you're just sounding like that guy that's like, whoa, hold on. I guess I just won't say the N word. I won't do these racist Japanese impressions if it gets you so upset that I say things like a funeral home. Well, I was trying to say the name. Yeah, and then you followed up with a funeral home. Yeah, I said the and, R, and now it makes perfect sense. That's why earlier you were like, but it's okay to make fun of the Australians. Because <laughs> you were trying to do it later. You just had a hit list for tonight. I forgot he was from Australia, to be honest with you. I didn't put the connection well, together you, until what you, what in your head is that you didn't get offended earlier when you made what about what Australian accent you're about to make. You made to yourself earlier and didn't get offended by it. Like, See, it's fine then. Well, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you've been into planning an Australian accent. No, I really wasn't planning. I can't do an Australian accent at all. I'm a, like he says, "Holy crap, I'm gone for sure." All right. He said, so, "Crikey, I'm gone." Crikey, for sure. <laughs> you know, I'm a Ghana. <laughs> well, uh, that he—that's what he said to talking to reporters. He said, "Holy crap, I'm gone for sure." Uh, was all this uh, fella say? <laughs> His name is Ali. Depa. <laughs> uh, well, I guess he jumped into a water, into a river to impress a woman. And as soon as he jumped into the water, he uh, he pretty much got attacked by this this crocodile. Crikey, crikey! <laughs> He's, at that point, I punched it in its snout. <laughs> <laughs> that one was just unneeded. <laughs> I know, I know. I was trying to. I was trying, man. I am, I'm no good at accents. And he said the second hit, he he punched for the second punch. He punched it in the eye, and that's when the crocodile let go. But uh, he says it all happened so fast. And pretty much as soon as, this is what the girl's saying, as soon as he jumped in, there was splashing and screaming. Way to, way, way to impress the woman, right? <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah. Uh, the teen escaped, but not without extensive injuries to his arm. Uh, oh, he was a teenager. He was a teenager. How I guess. old? Uh, it doesn't say how old he was. Old enough. Yeah, he says there was there was a lot of blood, a lot of bone. Oh, it was uh, pretty, yeah. pretty horrendous. The girl was pretty impressed. <laughs> There's a lot of bone later. Yeah, a lot uh, of bone got exposed. Uh, you know what I mean? And I guess a lot he, of bone got exposed. <laughs> right? Yeah, the, exposed the, bone. The, the bone underneath his skin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, he's, <laughs> well, I guess the girl is uh, smitten with him still. So uh, she is. They they plan on seeing a movie so together. It works. They plan so on it seeing works. some Once more from the some more bone. <laughs> You know how I met your mother? <laughs> <laughs> I met your mother. I fought the croc. Let me take you to a movie. I've exposed my bone. <laughs> now that I've exposed my bone and jumped into the crocky river, don't have an arm no more. <laughs> oh, that's just bone. So <laughs> I can't play catch, son. That'd be awful, man. So I, you know, I can't think of anything I've done actually. Like I've let my like woman, you know, or <laughs> would you let your woman large, do that? Akin to this, Chris, like, like a large fry. You know, that that was pretty impressive. <laughs> but no, I don't know. I, I I can't think of actually. Like I would never do anything really stupid, like jump into water that had. Yeah, but he's a teenager, man. He wasn't thinking rationally. Oh, even when I was a teenager, I was like, no. I've jumped off a bridge That's before, but all my fat teenager. 
Well, I've jumped off a bridge before, and that was fun. But yeah, and everybody else is know that already. Ended, unfortunately, <laughs> but, but uh, no, you were a fat teenager, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Us fat kids don't do things to impress girls. <laughs> yeah. You're right. If yeah. We wanted to impress a girl. We would get skinny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A good point. Yeah, good dude. Point. Come on. And I, I love my uh, my. Would you do Hot Boy Barry? <laughs> I didn't really do anything now that I think about it. Is it because you always had that stupid haircut? It's, this haircut's super cute, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Honestly, it's killing me. Uh, but no, I was, I was first. I said yes, and I still think I would, but I can't think of anything I've ever. Yeah, like, no, I, I can't think of anything either. I, you know what? I remember. Oh, one you know girl. what? Uh, the girl I'm dating now. Uh-huh. I went to the this like reptile place with her, and I'm super scared of snakes. Oh yeah. I, oh man, I touched some snakes. <laughs> they were climbing all over me, dude. Oh, it's here. Oh, the food. <laughs> so that was good timing. I'll finish the story. He went to the reptile museum with his lady, and he ate seventeen iguanas <laughs> to try to impress this woman. I, when I was a kid, uh, there was—I I grew up in Epping, and I remember there was a girl, a friend, and I. We both liked her, but I—I I, I always felt like it was a weird competition, which you know, time, you should just let him have it, you know. Yeah. But I remember her asking me to come over, but it was mm-hmm. like two in the morning. Mm-hmm. And she was like three miles away, mm-hmm. and I, I had to, I think it was like 16 years old, I think it was like 15 years old actually, yeah. It was dark and I rode my bike to her house, and you know what? She never came out. Oh, yeah, man. spit. Oh, it was oh, awful. spit, dude. The old fat 15 year old. <laughs> they rode out there for no reason. I once took a train to Plymouth. Oh, really? Girl never showed up. Oh, oh it was. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Thanks Bob. Feels like. Thanks, Bob. That's great after a bit we do, but yeah. not after a harrowing tale of a fat teenager. <laughs> I uh, I remember there was like mosquitoes everywhere, and I didn't want to ride Baker back home. me a Coke. <laughs> Uh, all right, I got one more story. Wait, speaking of fat teenagers, here's your your buffalo steak and cheese, Alan. Thank you. Sounds wonderful. Anyway, uh, I over didn't get the fat one though. That's the thing. In, uh, the it's a uh, Racine, R A C I N E. I'm pronouncing it Racine, or would it be Racine? I don't know. I don't know. I just don't, yeah. that's one of those words I just avoid. Well, over in Wisconsin, there's a family that says uh, their principal accused their child of selling sex toys at school. Oh. Uh, yeah. Accused? Accused their like child. a pretty cut and dry thing that did or did <laughs> not happen. That. But no, look. No, he was selling neck massages, neck massages from his uncle's uh, bodega. We are all very familiar with these toys. Uh, the 12-year-old girl's father has been trying to clear his daughter's name ever since she was suspended for three days from Trinity Lutheran School. Uh, of Geneva Street in Racine, uh, Racine, whatever. Wait, uh, Racine's a place? Yeah, R-A-C-I-N-E, Wisconsin. Oh. Yes. How do you uh, not know that, Matt? I don't know anything. I'm so. Uh, oh, you're so silly. The toy in question is actually uh, they're called uh, the Water Snake Wigglies. You know those things that were like um, they, they were sold at Spencer's, and you can do that like that motion with them, <laughs> like the, the, the shake that, weight motion. Yeah, the shake the weight motion. We yeah. need to get the periscope going. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, uh, and they they were almost like a, like a water balloon, but they had a hole in the middle, so they looked like a snake, and they kept kind of going. Oh, I think you know I know what I'm talking what you mean. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put your fingers in there, and yeah. they just feel yeah, really I know, weird. I know exactly what you're talking. That's they, like, what she was. Your hand. Yeah, that's what she was selling at school. And one of the principals saw it, uh, and I guess the girl. She even claims she had a permission. She had permission from a teacher to sell the the children's toys. 
but the principal from the school, she accused us. She thought that the uh, student was actually selling sex toys. So uh, the well, school, how old are these kids? Twelve. This girl is twelve years old. Oh, okay. And uh, they're all minors. And that's what one somebody's saying. Uh, we w- we wouldn't discuss the details of any situation regarding one of our children. They're all minors, says one of the officials from the school. Oh, but so they're all working too. <laughs> well, this girl, I guess, what she She's was all doing. Black lung. Was uh, she? Yeah, was, minors. She, she was selling these toys to kind of raise uh, mo- uh, money. Get out for of the foundation. mines. Well, she <laughs> she wasn't even raising the money for herself, and then uh, and she was at the gymnasium, and a teacher called her over. The principal, I think, called her over, and started kind of like, you know, talk yelling at her. And and you're you're 12 years old. You're a girl, and all of a sudden you're getting accused of selling sex toys, and other people can hear what's going on. How embarrassed do you think she was at that her age in her life? Yeah, you know, she didn't even realize how cool it was yet. <laughs> exactly. So her dad wants to clear uh, her name uh, in the school. I guess so. He took it to the paper. Good job, Dad. He took it to any uh, local media source, and normally took that's it to WCAP. The, well, I the after party with Chris Poobland, yeah. where everybody gets it. Well, everybody gets it. <laughs> that was way better than mine. Tap <laughs> <90 Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, oh yeah, yeah, we have that website, tap980.com. Very easy to get to, and all of these uh, shows get archived, except for last week. Last week we had a little fluke. Oh, it didn't get archived? Yeah, only the first hour, so I it's guess. it's like the lost episode. Yeah, that is the lost episode that will never be found I ever. heard you got naked on that show. Uh, I did. It was weird, but I put my clothes back on. Oh, speaking Why'd of naked, you get naked? I, um, you know what? You weren't here for the show, so... Yeah, no one will ever know. Tell you. Uh, hey, uh, did you watch the new trailer for Deadpool? Yeah, where he goes into the, the phone booth. That I watched it for the first time today. Yeah, it was just awesome. I played before up. Logan. Oh yeah, that your food smells wonderful. Oh, I still got to see Logan. It's uh, pretty good, man. That was a good miss. Made it. Yeah. <laughs> Swish for all of our listeners. You know, my kid was throwing something in the trash, and I said that I said that's a great miss, and he's like, no, it's not. If it was a great miss, it wouldn't. Never mind. No, never. I, I got that backwards. Forget it. You know. Anyway, that that looks like a funny movie. I'm looking forward to Deadpool too. I didn't care for Deadpool Uno. Really, I really, really? liked it. No, I just wasn't into it. That's too bad. I I loved it. Yeah, I, I dug it. And then I started reading good. all the comic books, and then uh, the yeah. Brian Posehn stuff's really good. He wrote it for like three years. Yeah, the, no, I, I liked all the comic mm-hmm. books I've read. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's good stuff, man. But th- those are all the stories I got. And uh, no, I, I would never. You know, in the Marines, they scare you because we're on the an island, and they say the the water that surrounds us in the island is all infested with uh, alligators. Oh, so so they Did you ever see any? I never saw any, but and I would They could have been lying to you. They could have been lying. Uh, when we were actually going onto the island, they make us all put our heads down, too. And uh, so we can't see exactly where we're going, and they have a drill instructor ready to scream at us if we lift our heads. Oh. Yeah. So. I don't know, I, but I wouldn't try to impress anybody by falling into the water. Nope. Nope. I'm not. I like my Not even to fight much. a croc. <laughs> not even to fight a croc. Punch him right in the snout. <laughs> and then the eye. <laughs> and then the eye. Oh, I punched him right in the eye, and I said, Crikey, I got this croc, let me expose my bone. <laughs> so. Let's go see a movie. What's he like about, man? Oh, I saw that, and uh, I was very disappointed because I was falling asleep through the whole thing. Well, it was all the blood loss. It got the really <laughs> maybe, maybe. Got really slow towards the end. But uh, are uh, there are there subcultures where 
they have men fight crocodiles? Uh, I don't know. I doubt it. That's a bummer. Yeah. Hey, like uh, the croc people of South Brazil or something. Yeah, I mean that'd be rad. Like I wouldn't want to become like, a man. Yeah, I mean you have to wrestle a croc. Yeah, dude. Like I mean, like in a ring, like to the death. You know what I mean? Yeah. You and like a crocodile, crocodile kills you. Huh? I hope you eat it afterwards. Ever eat crocodile? I ate an alligator I've had, once. I've had alligator jerky. Or alligator, yeah. I've yeah. had alligator jerky. Tastes kind of fishy. I had fried alligator. Good. I thought yeah. it tasted kind of like just like rubbery, salty chicken. Yeah, that's what I thought with a little like bit of fish. Uh, that was weird. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got to take a break. All right. And when sometime. we come back, we got uh, we got four beers we're going to try. And uh, one of them is called Primus. Yeah, and this is the beer segment. So I'm just going to sit here and eat this. this yeah, man. This so you're all set. So uh, we're going out with a little Primus. And I'm going to think of a fun Primus song to come back with. Uh, because uh, we're drinking a beer called Primus. So why the hell not, right? Why, why the hell Primus? not? So, hey, stay with us. You're listening to the After Party at 980 WCAP. Punch it in the snout. I'm sorry, man. I didn't realize that was Tom Waits. Anyway, I'm Chris Poole. Enjoy the studio. That's Alan Richardson. Hey! We also have uh, a mad... I keep wanting to call you Mike now. He's putting that in my Mike head. Mike Barry. Call me Mike Barry if you want. That's uh, uh, Mad Barry <laughs> or Mike Barry. Yeah, whatever Mike. you feel like. Uh, and we also have Bob Philpot pushing all the buttons, uh, answering the phone calls and stuff. And I, I wouldn't call right now. I mean, you haven't all night, so don't even bother. Wait no, till after right 11. Matt, so. Matt didn't know whether or not I knew his name for like the first couple of months we knew each other. Oh, yeah? I kept calling him like Barry. <laughs> I had such a blast. <laughs> well, this is my favorite segment of the week. Well, they were all really fun. But I'm I, check I, I kind of look forward to this. That's fine. That's fine. Because I know. Do, do your thing. Eat, eat your sub. Uh, I have a few different beers to try. Now, I know I've been sipping on the. Uh, oh, geez. The, the Spring Line from. Uh, from Navigation. Navigation Brewing Company, which is fantastic. That's all Hallertau hops, pretty much all German hops. And uh, it's a nice, delicious, crispy ve- beverage. I don't know how long it's going to be there, but uh, I know Navigation, they're open. Uh, well, they're closed now, uh, but they'll be open 5 to 9 tomorrow and again on Sunday, or no, Saturday from uh, 2 to 8. So I think soon I might be doing all those. those are PM hours, correct? All PM hours, yes. Right. So, uh, but tonight, tonight I have uh, a few beers that I have not tried. I have a Liquid Riot, and it's called uh, Primus Belgian style table beer. Now I didn't look up the story behind this, and I, I don't know if it actually provided a story other than it's probably just one of their the bands that they might like to listen to. But it's a Belgian style table beer. I figure we're going to start. Where's it from? They're out of uh, Portland, Maine. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so they're not far from here. And then we're going to drink uh, one hop this time, India Pale Ale, from the uh, single hop series out of Night Shift Brewing in Everett, Massachusetts. 
And then we have uh, Riverwalk Brewing Company, Umbus, Rye, Double IPA, uh, and Double I-, I. I figured, in my mind, I wasn't going to go Double IPA, but it was cold. And I'm thinking, you know, when it's cold, I want a nice Double IPA to warm me up. And then we have Brewmaster Jack, Corduroy, Corduroy Blues, Double IPA. Uh, and that is, I, I feel like I read it that it was brewed with... Uh, uh, maybe I didn't. Oh yeah, there it is. Brewed with mango juice, so oh, that'll okay. be interesting to try. In a double IPA, huh? In a double IPA, that's right. So uh, let me uh, pour this first one here. Yeah. And this is the Primus. Yeah, this is the Primus. Now, which Belgi- is a Belgian table ale. Belgian table beer. All right. Yeah. So it's brewed with tables. It's brewed with tables. Yeah. All right. Only the finest tables nice. can make this. And uh, this is going to be a much lighter beer, uh, and it's only 4.3%. And uh, I've already gotten good recommendations that uh, this is a fantastic beer. I really like this. Mm. It's so, like, fruity and light. Oh, man, I just want to go mow along. Oh, wow, you can, I can swim in this. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the canoe paddler from Leinenkugler, or, or, <laughs> you know, like, because that, that's also a nice lawnmower beer, but this is, like, a very light Juicy Belgian, yeah, uh, in every definition of the word. It's it, there's a, a bitterness, but that goes away almost instantly. It's gone, it's almost and as it's soon just as it juicy. Oh wow, this is a very very tasty beer. Mmm, made by Liquid Riot, and I almost get like uh, it, it feels weird to say it like grass. In in my mind, I get a little. <laughs> Not not in a bad way, but just kind of in that it's weird fresh to be way. Drinking this on a winter day, although it is technically spring. So. You're right. Yeah. So I, look, I was trying to mix the two, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, very very tasty beer. And these guys, they're out of Portland, Maine. Um, there's Liquid no Ryan, huh? Yeah. Terrific, yeah. I'm wondering if all of their beers are similar in the sense that. Uh, well, here we go. Uh, Liquid Ride Bottling Company, established on the waterfront in Portland's Old Port as Maine's oh, first that's brewery, like the neighborhood. distillery, uh, and resto bar. Located just blocks from City Hall and the location of Portland Rum Riot of 1855, uh, they put all of the passion and energy of past riots into their own liquids, bottled, canned, or on tap. Made locally for your enjoyment. So, they're over at 250 Commercial Street, Portland, Maine. It reminds me of Sprite, in a way. Yeah, well, I think in the way that you can actually obey your thirst and know <laughs> that you're doing it a favor. Yeah. Uh, because this is uh, very tasty. I could definitely drink at least five of these. Because, um, mm-hmm. well, it's also like 4.3%. Yeah, so it's uh, super light. You can have a few. This is what I'd want to have on my uh, on my birthday barbecue. <laughs> I think last Maybe year I was drinking them. PBRs all day. <laughs> Which i got to say, that not bad. I, I, I would drink that all day also on a nice hot day. Nice ice cold PBR. Mm. Wow, that that's very tasty. Bob, did you try it? Yeah, I I, I can't uh, have a hard I kind of have a hard time uh, nailing it down with what this tastes like, but it does the flavor goes away really quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. well it's it's kind of like a Belgian it has that sweetness going on. Yeah, very it's a sweet. Belgian. Now table beers were um they're pretty much beers that you make with low alcohol, and when people would come over, those would be what you would offer your guests. Oh, and, uh, okay. Because a lot of um 
houses, they all had like a brewery area, especially in uh, in, in Belgium. They they ev- a lot of estates would brew, so they'd have table beer. Like, ever go to an Italian household? They have that wine that's just kind of out for everybody. No. I used to have an Italian friend, and there was, and I imagine that goes along the same vein, where it's uh, like a table wine of sorts. Yeah, okay. Um, so th- this was kind of the same thing, because everybody brewed back then. There was always some neighborhood brewer, and they would share, and make sense that that's what they would call it. That's pretty cool, man. And then they hide their quads, you know, or uh, their their triples in, yeah, in like the no back room. Yeah, this. This is just for me. Yeah. Since there's three of us, I'm not worried about uh, not being able to share. Here, why don't you pour your own and then just put the can aside for Bob. Uh, this is uh, one hop this time, made by Night Shift. Now, last week we also had one hop this time, but it was made with uh, Matuka hops. And this time we're having one that's made with uh, Ella hops. And, you know, I, I need a plan a day where I can actually have these things back to back because I bet that would be more interesting and I'm I'll say the two different one hop this time yeah because what I love about this this I I don't know whether to call it an it's a series what I love about this series is they're using the same recipe the same methods and they're just throwing a different hop in every time yeah and I I think that allows the drinker the the, the beer connoisseur if you will to to experience the small nuances in between the different flavors now what was this what was the hops in this one? This one is uh, called Ella Hops. And uh, last... What are they sort of oh, known for? Uh, Ella Hops, let me see here. Uh, I guess they're typically found in Pilsner and Lagers, and their aroma could be, uh, what I'm seeing here is fruity, uh, anise, or uh, floral. And they are aroma hops, and they're out of Australia. Did you try it? I have not. Oh, so. it's, it's really good. Oh wow, that aroma is wonderful. Mm-hmm. When when you're getting hops, there, there's they're typically you know how like with pot you have sativa or you have indica or you have a hybrid. Mm-hmm. With the hops, it's like you have a uh, an aroma, a bittering, or you have a dual. And uh, this is uh, they, I'm seeing it's a dual purpose hop. Mm. Wow, yeah. It's very similar, but there there's like a, just a fruitier, spicier, different character to it going on. That uh, maybe yeah. Last how does it have. compare to the other one? I, I, you know, uh, you're. Let me see. I mean, I'm only looking up the the information right now. No, but I mean, you had the other one, right? I did, but I mean, I think it's it, it's difficult when you have them so far weeks apart. apart yeah, because I could probably make something up, but. This is like a good... This is a real summary lineup you have here. Yeah. Because this one is also very fruity. You know what? This is definitely... I feel like with Matuka, it's like citrus, tropical fruit. But with this, I'm feeling like I'm getting more like orange juice, you know? Than than last week's this, this like I got a little grapefruit. sip. Grapefruit. Yeah, yeah. I like the grapefruit beers. There's there's a like lingering bitterness going on. Yeah. And, and if... And there is, you know what, thinking about it, I'm looking at the alpha acids in both. Now, uh, Ella has uh, 13% alpha acids, whereas Matuka has 6.5%. Alpha acids, the higher the number of alpha acids, the more bitter the hop is going to be. So, right off the top, I remember Matuka was a lot lighter. It, it didn't have that lingering bitterness aftertaste that this does. Not saying that it takes away from the overall experience of drinking the beer, because the beer is quite fantastic. And mm-hmm. i got to say, most of the things that come out of Night Shift, I haven't had anything I don't like, but 
I'm the wrong person to talk when it comes to that because I kind of like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this beer comes in at. Uh, let me see. I don't have the. Hey Bob, do you have the can still? Do you have the can? <laughs> I'm missing the can. What's it coming in as for alcohol percentage? Six percent. Six percent. That's a, that's a nice modest uh, percentage. Yeah. Oh, for an IPA, definitely. Oh, very close by Everett. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're by the um, Santilli Circle. They're, you know where um, Teddy Peanut Butter is made? No. I, I do, yes. They're right. They're neighbors with uh, Teddy's Peanut Butter. Okay. You go there. you got to find some like odd times, though, because it is always packed there. Um, I think I got lucky once, and I got room at the bar, and I was so happy. Oh, nice. So. Well, you just bring this up to your nose, and you can smell the hops. Oh, I know. Yeah, it, it almost. I'm getting like pineapple too. Mm-hmm. Like giving it a quick sniff. Yeah, like uh, I hear what you're saying about the grapefruit a little bit. I don't know if that was Matt that said that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so I got two more beers we're gonna try. Uh, now, do you want to go rye first or mango? What are you thinking? Because it doesn't go, really matter let's at this go point. mango so we can sort of reel it in with rye. Mango. You know? I feel like if the mango one's bad and it's the last one we have, then we're gonna be bummed. Yeah, and rye's always good. Yeah. Well, I'm imagining, too, that uh, we're not really going to get full-on, like, sweet mango. You know, we're going to get, like, hopefully, if it's done right, the essence of a mango. Is that a new... Because I have one. Okay. Oh, I just give you a new cup. Oh, thank I'll, you. I'll buy, I'll buy more cups tomorrow. I just wanted to make sure you weren't giving me your cup, because that would be gross. <laughs> nope, not giving you my cup. So this one is called... Uh, it's, it's made from Brewmaster Jack, and they're out of Northampton, Massachusetts, uh, established in 2011. So, you know, they're not... What's the better Hampton? I don't know. Take a side right now. North. Okay, I'll roll with that. North. <laughs> And this one's called Corduroy Blues. It's 8.4%, uh, and uh, it's brewed with mango juice. So when you smell it, you get kind of like a fruity aroma going on, but nothing nothing incredible. This is, it, bizarrely, this is almost the least fruity beer we've had so oh, far. Oh, yeah. No, so it's not, good. And and I think they're doing it right. You're getting Oh, it's certainly good. Yeah, but there is yeah, it's not super mangoey. You're getting more like I said that what I wanted is you you want more of the essence of cuz Yeah, I you think, want it in the background. You don't want like a mango shandy. Right. Exactly. And I I think when people are brewing with fruits, they and and people are drinking beer that has fruit in it, they get confused thinking that they're drinking a wine cooler and Yeah. If it's done right, you're not going to taste the fruit. You're going to taste maybe the fruit in the background. You're going to taste something that could be fruity, yeah. but you're not going to taste it like it's syrup in your beer. And uh, they do a good job. Now, being um, a double IPA, they typically have higher gravities than the rest of the beers. And gravity just means how much sugars they have to start with yeah. and then uh, you know how much it accentuates and becomes alcohol. But uh, So they're going to have some sort of thickness in the mouthfeel. Now, while we have these going, why don't I pour this other one so we can kind of compare and contrast? Because at least we have the same style going on. Whoa. And this is who now? This is Riverwalk Brewing. And uh, I feel like these guys are local. I want to say, oh, they're in Newburyport. Newburyport, Massachusetts. And even opening up the can, I can smell it right away. I love drinking two different, like two of the same styles right next like to each other. Better than everyone, like Newburyport. <laughs> That's right. I've said it. Shots fired. What? Newburyport people think they're better? Yeah. <laughs> I, I never uh, picked up on that. 
And what, what was that place, the Monday night show out there? I'm was, sorry, Bob, what'd you say? Oh, what's the name of this one coming up? Uh, this one is called uh, Umbus. Umbus. Rye double IPA. And in, in their explanation, they say, uh, hop cannon for your taste buds. So naturally, this is gonna, this might be a little hoppier than the other one. And they say, uh, hop cannon, huh? Late one night, a dim figure appeared walking the ghost trail. The Colonel. He was headed to the hot wars and in desperate need of reinforcements. So he brewed up his powerful rye IPA, hoping to quench his thirst. In tribute to him and his sacrifices, we refer to this beer as Umbus. After the 100% Columbus hops used for this hoppy balanced beer. Oh, that's interesting. All right, so it's Columbus hops. <laughs> hey, I haven't used Columbus yet. I've been trying to like focus on when I make beer. I, I've I've been only making like using the same type of hops. Yeah, so you can become a master of that hop. Mm. It has like a wave of spice that hits you, huh? Oh wow, yeah, <laughs> that's good though. Mm -hmm. That's really good. You don't expect to get that intense at first. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. Uh, and it's all that rye, I think, that just like, <laughs> it's just like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's the alcohol percentage on this one? Because this one kind of feels like it's a lot. Oh, boy. Wow, this is really, really good, too. Uh, trying to look for it, and maybe I'm, I'm just not seeing it. <laughs> maybe it's just so high that you're wasted. Yeah, yeah, that, maybe that's what it is. You look at it, it's going to be like 48. Well, sometimes they put it right there for you to see it, and sometimes it's like this. If you want to look at the can. I'll look for it, yeah. I'll look it up over here. Um, all I know is you're, you're right. It, 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 it does hit you pretty hard uh, in, in the flavor, but it, it it doesn't linger too much. It's not... Uh, it's it's not overbearing. 8%. Where, where, where is it? Right there. Oh, get out of here. 8% alcohol by volume. It's right there, and it's in bolt. You know what? Maybe that's... The, yeah, I guess you're right then. But oh, yeah, man, it is right there. 8%, and you can feel it, too. You, you can feel every single one of those 8%. Yeah, well, it is a double IPA, and... Double IPAs, uh, I think I've mentioned it before. They were pretty much created in the 90s. Because once uh, we were brewing here, then we started having all these brewing competitions over here. Everybody was trying to make the strongest beer they could. And uh, they ended up with these. Uh, now... I'm glad, I'm glad we got another hour to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and me both. Now, I know this weekend I'm going to be brewing an IPA, and I have a, a Cascade Citra and Lemon Drop Hops. And uh, it's the first time I'm using a liquid yeast as opposed Cascades, to a dry yeast. Cascade's like, that's the big hop, right? Like, that's the most popular. Yeah, I think so. I think you're, yeah, around here. They they grow here, and they're, they're like one of those wild hops, too. I was reading about lineages to certain hops. Normally with hops, you can trace them back, like Willamette or, or um, you know, uh, uh, Citra or uh, Matuka, as we were talking about. They're, they're all bred in a laboratory. But Cascade's one of those wild hops that's always kind of been around. Oh, okay. Um, with with the um, Hallertau, I think, uh, uh, that we're drinking that's coming from the Springline beer that I got from Navigation, uh, that's all in Germany, and I'm pretty sure that's also one of those hops that have always just kind of been around. They're of the Noble Hop variety. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's Hallertau, Tettenanger, Saz, and uh, I'm probably missing another one. But uh, who cares right now? Uh, all I know is, uh, you know what I, I just love about beers? There's just so many of them. that, uh, And, and I, I like to like them all. 
Yeah. I hate finding that person that's like, oh, they're not doing anything special. Or, ooh, I, I need the heady topper. <laughs> you know, it's no heady topper. And you know what? Heady topper is a fine beer, but let's yeah, chill out. Like, it's... You're right. It, it is great. I'm psyched every... I buy it every time I'm up there. Mm. And I've had it a few times. It's a really good beer. But there's so many other beers in the world that you just give them a shot and... Don't uh, don't crap on any of them yeah. unless you're Bud Light. <laughs> but I mean that's okay. I think Bud Light and Coors Light they have their specific crowd of people. Yeah, you know what? You're not gonna hurt Bud Light's feelings. Like you can say right. whatever you want about Bud Light. At the end of the day, Bud Light won. Right, they did, and uh, they make up a large percentage. And it's not even American owned. So I think what you need what to is, do is it the Dutch. Uh, it's them and the Brazilian, uh, Brazil. I think InBev is a combination of two other, uh, businesses. Oh, okay. And I think it's out of Belgium and it's out of Brazil. Okay. I'm so fairly positive. <laughs> no. Um, and, yeah, so, uh, yeah. It, so I think when you're going out to grab some beers, it's best to promote the people that are either local or where you know it's coming from. If you know yeah, it's coming don't from a real promote those dirty Belgiums. So that's uh You heard it from Chris Poublon. Don't, oh yeah. Don't no, no, support you, I didn't foreigners. say that. I'm just yeah. <laughs> Give me your best Belgian. What's your best Belgian accent? I, I'm Belgian. <laughs> I'm Belgian, yeah. I don't know. I don't have one of those. I don't okay. even know how they talk. Aren't you Belgian by like lineage or something? Yeah, well my my last name's Belgian. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. But uh so we had uh I think they might speak English. Liquid, they speak France and, French and stuff, too. They speak France. <laughs> they speak <laughs> France and all that. <laughs> all that France garbage. So we, uh, tonight we tried Liquid Riot Primus, which was a Belgian table beer, yeah, which was, was uh, quite delicious. We yeah, had, uh, what else did we have? We had Night Shift, yeah, we one hop this time using Ella Hops, which was damn good. We tried Riverwalk Umbus Rye Double IPA, which was a very interesting beer. I really enjoyed that one. And then we had Brewmaster. Jack Corduroy Cowboy Double IPA made with mango juice. And it's funny, when you go from the rye double IPA back to the mango juice, you can taste more of the mango. Yeah. Because this one's so that. dry that this one just kind of like, oh, there, there it is. Yeah, it's, it's much juicier now. Mm. So, overall, another uh, uh, great time drinking these beverages. Uh, I know we're going to be taking a break. I, I asked Donnie to call, but Donnie's been really busy lately. He's been having a, a pretty good gig going on. I can't wait till we can finally connect. But uh, he says he might be busy. He might not. So we yeah. might get a call. Yeah, Either a lot way, of girls tell me that, too. Yeah. When, when we come back, uh, we might talk about some movies that we've watched. I don't yeah. know. That, that should Probably be interesting, not. huh? Maybe not. I'm down. Maybe we'll just find out more about what, uh, you know, different jobs Kong. Alan did. Yeah. That sounds like a good movie. Yeah, sounds great. Kong, huh? What then, happens in that one? And then more careers. Did they hey, find a large ape or an extremely large gorilla? Maybe Cool Mom will call back. But hey, either way, we do need to take a break, so stay listening. 980 WCAP. Everybody gets it. Kong.
After Party. I'm Chris Kublon. Joining the studio, I have Matt Barry, Cantaloupe, Alan Richardson, Hey, Bob Philpot, and uh, I have you. If you want to push, not push buttons, he pushes not all you, the buttons. Baby. Don't push the buttons. If you want to push the buttons on your cell phone, Sega. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Were uh, you guys Sega kids? <clears throat> I, I didn't want to be, but I asked my mom for a Super Nintendo, and she got me a Sega. Ah, okay. I was very upset. Oh, we had both. Yeah. We were uh, very oh, 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 you had both. So Lucky guy over there. Yeah, well, there. our parents didn't want to pay attention to us, so they're like, well, this will stop it. Trust <laughs> me, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have wanted that anyway. Yeah, well, uh, if anybody what, wants to call us... Parents? I didn't want that. I wanted a, jet, I wanted a Sega. Our phone number is 978-454-4980. 978-454-WCAP. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Awful flashback. Call us, talk Sean about Sega, me. talk about why we shouldn't do cocaine. When I was a kid, I remember there was a neighbor, uh, we, we called it, they were the Coochers, because there was like five or six of them. Oh. So that's what they were called. Their last name was Coocher. Yeah, so. okay. No, because you said that they were called the Coochers because the Coochers. there was five or six of them. <laughs> yeah, like, there that was, a lot was the of them. reason they had you that know, name. You know, there's a couple, there's a bunch, there's a bundle, then there's a Coocher. <laughs> yeah, well, they were awesome. I was friends with them growing up. And I remember being like, hey, we're going over to the Coochers. And everybody just kind of knew them as the Coochers. Well, and, uh, it sounds like that's their name. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that is their name. So, as long yeah. as there's more but than But nobody's ever like, I'm going to the Poublons. I'm going to go to the Berries. Yeah, people say they're going to the Berries. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you know, like, you've never been. I guess not. We call it the Berries all the time. <laughs> we call it the Berries when it's just us there. Well, I remember... People would call this family by the one part of their name they all shared. <laughs> and it was Coochers. Well, when I was a kid, I remember their basement would be unlocked. And, uh, well, we were very uh, comfortable. I, I would go down and play their Super Nintendo, and nobody would even be there. They wouldn't even... It was weird, because when I was, I was like, I think it was like just sounds like you seven. would break into your neighbor's house. It, it feels like that now. I'd be so angry if my kids did that now. It's like, like a rental version of a burglary. I, I guess, but it was a different time. It, I well, think it was like 1992. Did they ever know? I eventually, I remember Donna coming down and doing the laundry and being like, hey, Chris. I was like, hey, Donna. And I just kept playing the game. Was Donna their mom? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, she was awesome. She they were was all one of uh one of the coochers. <laughs> she was. I remember, uh, and uh, Derek, he used to, like, if I got picked Derek, on. Derek. Uh, he. I remember him beating somebody up for me when I was a kid because they were picking on me. So it was cool. It was nice to have those friends. Like a, an honorary member of the coochers? <laughs> for the time. I don't know any of them now. Yeah. You I mean, I'm sure we'd still get along. You just, just you were using them for the Super Nintendo. I felt like it, and but it wasn't quite there. But yeah, I had a, I had a, you know what? I, I think you I got any sick games, bro. Uh, it was always Mario, man. I always enjoyed Mario, I, and you know, I K O O C H E R. What? K O O C H E R. No, just Mario. No, Kucher. How do you spell Kucher? C O U T U R E. Oh. Uh, but no, I remember um, uh, me and Keith. Did you live next to the Couture's? No, that's yeah, that's, that's how they spelled it. We, we would... Uh, <laughs> you know what, just, you're the Couture. <laughs> well, I remember uh, when I was really young, we got into a fight because I was playing Zelda back in the and day. You couldn't save it. And I didn't want to go outside because I was playing Zelda. Remember, you, you couldn't really... You could save it, but if you saved it the wrong way, the whole game would reset itself. I never played Zelda. Uh, I got to like the... Yeah, thank you. That's the song. I got to the eighth level, and uh, he just restarted the whole thing on me. And then we had a fight. 
It was bad. It was bad falling out that day. Yep. Anyway. Who had a fight? Me and Keith. Keith Kucher? Yeah, because he turned my game off and it reset the whole game on me. Oh, no. Maybe that's why you have no career or direction. I guess. I guess. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out a career. And I I don't know. What if we had Keith behind the door right now? Keith came out here. You guys finally settled this? Well, Get your cooter self out of here. <laughs> we, we'd have, we, we, Chris, I'm sure we'd have a great conversation. What if you trash man? I hear they get paid good money. Of course they do. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they have to deal with trash, right? You become a pharmacy tech? I don't think I'd like that. I'm an airline stewardess? I was, uh, my daughter and I, we had to go pick up some medication, and we were going into the line, and was I it, said... Uh, for you or for your daughter? It was for my daughter. She needed you some... Was she, uh, uh, she sick? Did she have a cold? She was sick. Did she get the flu? Uh, no, 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 she didn't. Ear infection? We're not going to get into what she had. Mm-hmm. Um, but Something with the eyes. <laughs> what happened, we, we were outside, we were sitting in the parking lot, and I said, you know what? Did she have strep? No, I said when we when we get out? into the line. Were these the coochers? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Let no. me see the coochers. There's a lot yeah, of coochers. Yeah, that's the coochers. It probably is. What was Mr. Coochers' name? Was it Dennis? I don't know. No, it wasn't. It, well, oh, because this anyway, Coochers' name. We're sitting in the parking lot, Coocher. and I, I was telling her, I'm like, look, the brother. When we get her. into the the uh, hold on, the dude, we're messaging. We're messaging Donna Coocher. No, don't. <laughs> it's too late. Oh, the it's ball's Donna. Rolling. Yeah, it's Donna Coocher. No, stop. You just said it wasn't. That's probably not the right one. Probably not. Who cares? Right. It's Donna a bad Coocher. time to be doing this she right now. Greater Lowell Vogue Tech. So. I wasn't from here. She's from oh, where, are you, where from? are you from? I'm not telling you now. But how are you going to find the coochers? Because you're ruining everything I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm losing my train of thought. It's with the you trying to find something. Hour. I thought we didn't do yeah, train of thought. Yeah, this is the coocher hour. hour. No, it's not. It's not right. I should never have brought <laughs> this. This is the Don. No, you shouldn't <laughs> yes, have. I still awful. don't know why you did. I don't know either. The Donna Coocher Hour. Well, anyway, it's like the missing Richard Simmons podcast. Oh well, he is not being abused. He is okay, and he just doesn't want to live life in the public. Oh, let's see what Donna Kucher has to say about it. <laughs> All right, knock it off. <laughs> do you think... Anyway, <laughs> a pharmacy tech, I couldn't do that, because I remember when I had to Why go pick up... Why couldn't you do a pharmacy tech? Well, because lo- Keith Kucher. No! <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> I was going to get medication, and I looked at my daughter, and I said, look, she had I, can, her I guarantee you... When we go in there, there's going to be somebody in a walker, somebody's going to be hacking up a lung, and somebody's going to have a cane. And sure enough, when we went there, we pointed out the three different things, and it was awesome. I felt I never felt so right in my life. No, you know the worst part of those pharmacies are like those two chairs, you know what I mean, right up front there? Yeah. Uh, people wet themselves in those chairs all the time. Really? I used to work at a CVS, and we would have to frequently hose down those chairs. Ew. Ew. I feel so, like, retroactively gross for all the times I sat. Retroactively. It's as long as you're eating a mozzarella stick out of your sub. Well, and then thinking about it, people are going to the pharmacy for a reason. Yeah, and, they got uh, poo problems and pee problems, and Matt Barry's eating a flipping mozzarella stick. Well, Donna Coocher's nowhere to be found. And uh, So you tell me, God, where is justice in the world? I don't know. I don't know, man. Have you guys... Man, have you ever had a... <laughs> If you had a what? If you ever had a mallow cup? Yeah. Why are you doing this to Chris? Look at his face. Look at you. He's so defeated. Because <laughs> I've been replaced by Gary Hoey. No, 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 I'm filling in for Gary Hoey today. Today. You were, you were the scheduled guest. Yeah. Yeah. 
Man, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I'd like him to come back. So what are we talking time. about? Mallow Cubs. Mallow Cubs. We're talking about Mallow Cubs. <laughs> there are these... Yeah, they're, they're these great things that are like peanut butter cups with marshmallow instead of peanut butter. Oh, so it's like... I love me some mallow cups. It's like a... So it's like a cup made of marshmallow with peanut butter inside? Yeah, man. Yep. Because you really know how to ruin a good time. <laughs> All right, so go, go back there. So Donna Kucher, she's no. a pharmacy tech. I don't, I don't know. She's not a pharmacy tech. She did the laundry professionally. I don't even know what you're talking about this time. No, she was doing the family laundry, and I was busting in there trying to play their video games. That's the whole point of the story. I didn't realize we were going to dig into these people. Wait, why didn't you want to be a pharmacy person, though? Just because of all the people in Walkers, and you don't like them? Because her no, son, just, daughter had her tonsils taken out. Constantly. Oh, yeah. And I think it's just annoying. Like From the customer angle of things, I get extremely annoyed with the pharmacy technicians for how slow it takes. And I know it's probably... Yeah, they're just making sure you you get the right things. Well, I know it's not their fault for how slow it is. It's probably something else that they can point the blame to, but I hate going there. So... If I feel like that as a customer, I can only imagine how they, like, at some point you have to turn it off. Like, you don't really care whether or not your customer is angry with you. But don't you think you'd be a good pharmacy tech because you'd be able to go in and speed it up and revolutionize the pharmacy world? Because you'd be able to dream. You'd be the Donna Donna Kucher of pharmacy tech. Yeah, what if if the reason why it was so slow wasn't your fault, though, and you had to be the person that the people went through for the awful service? Imagine how Trump feels. Oh, yeah? What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's getting late. I just want to talk about Donna Kucher and Matt and Mal Apparently. Lopez. Donna, if you're listening, Chris She's still not. loves you. Yeah, where are you from? Like Minnesota or something? You seem very Minnesotan. No, I'm from Methuen. Oh. Yeah. You're no, Methuen. When you say I'm not from here, I, I imagine I usually imagine from further away, not the next town over. No, I'm, from, I'm, I'm well, actually from like 20 minutes away. Yeah. Well, I'm not from not this from town. Long, this city. Other side yeah. of yeah. That's all I go to AMC, not Showtime. I uh, Showcase. Then, <laughs> then we moved to uh, Epping, New Hampshire, for a little while, and then uh, then I joined the Marines. Well, actually, then we moved back to Methuen, and I joined the Marines. Yep. Yep. Good. Good times. Good times. You were in the Marines? Yeah, uh, uh, for a little while. You could Is pass that how you met the Coochers? No. You could pass as a Minnesota person, though. I could pass as a... Some people say uh, Canada. I guess I say you a You do boot. look Canadian, yeah. I don't mean to. It's because you have like that little bit of a smile all the time. You're always a little like, man. Yeah, you're in a good mood. Well, I'm trying to be, man. You usually it's have stressful the beard. That's for super Canadian. Oh, I know. Every but time I look into a mirror, I feel like I'm looking at a stranger. Gone. Oh, without your beard? Yeah. Yeah, it's, you look like your kid, but yeah, huge. Yeah, you look very useful. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel right. You look exactly like your kid, but huge. Right, well, thank you. Thank he you. looks Australian. Australian. <laughs> yeah, he sounds it, Hey, too. mate. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, if you see Grizzly, hey, who used that growth ray on that baby? Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm growing it back. I can't take it. <laughs> if I always looked like this, I'd just look normal then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, it would look unnatural. Yeah. So I got to grow the beard back. Yeah. I got it huge this time. And uh, my hairstylist, she was telling me that I should just grow it back and just wait for beards and brews and just kind of let it go crazy again. You should. But, I don't know. Sometimes I, it just gets too crazy and I don't like it anymore. Let's not trim our beards together. What's that? Let's not trim our beards together. Oh, yeah? 
How long? Well, does yours grow in fast? Yeah, mine's been like uh, like a, a month and a half. Oh yeah, it's not that fast, but I don't. I, I, it's it, you know, it looks <laughs> like a beard now. It does. It looks like a beard. I I always I trim my neck. Yeah, I got. I'm just lazy. I got that. I got that mess. Yeah. You at least have the line showing that you tried. You trimmed it once. Yeah, you know? that I trimmed it. Yeah. I mean, it was like, what day is today? Today's Thursday. I trimmed it. What day was the other day? I trimmed it last Thursday. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Very nice. Week. Yeah. Very nice. Um, I'm I'm trying to find best jobs and uh, just the best jobs. What were your first jobs? My first job that was a dishwasher. That yeah. had to have been the worst job ever. Tellys in Epping, New Hampshire. Did they have a machine? or did They you did have, have a machine, but oh, it was okay. so hot. And I remember being a kid being like, oh, it doesn't even bother my hands. It doesn't even bother me. I talked like that, too. And you know yeah. what he's doing? Now that kid's a... Oh, it was you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my hands started falling to pieces. Like the skin... My, my, I remember... Oh, you need skin, dude. My hand... They, they looked <laughs> like Mickey Mouse hands. all that bone. Oh, it was, it was awful. And then I, had to, I had to quit that job. But, dude, ever do dishes? Like, what was the crappiest job that you guys have done? Like the job that you just absolutely hated, and you're like, this has to be over soon. I worked at uh, Beef Fresh. It's like a little grocery store in Boston. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but that was just like just bad management, and I just stopped showing up. I didn't show up for a week, and my boss called me after a week and asked if I was going to show up this week, and I was like, no. What <laughs> <laughs> part of this didn't you understand? Yeah, I'm in Bell. denial right now, but I quit. Yeah, <laughs> I. I I know. I told them all the day before I left. I was just like, I think I'm gonna quit. And they're like, Well, please don't quit. They're like, We like here. And I was like, I don't know. I don't like this. And they're like, Well, you'll think about it. I was like, All right, <laughs> I'll, I'll think, think about, about it. it. Let you know tomorrow. Right. And then I just didn't. Yeah. What about you? You have any crappy jobs, man? Uh, the office job I had before this job, I didn't like that much. And, really? Uh, yeah. And I worked at a Papa Gino's when I was a kid, but. I don't mind. I, don't, I didn't mind the popularness too much. I had, uh, oh, geez, besides the dishwashing job, I had a job at uh, Fletch's Sandblasting and Painting, where my job was to, um, I had to peel all the decals off of tractor trailers. I had to use a heat gun and a razor blade. Oh, and that I, sounds miserable. I do that. And then after I got all the stickers off, I had to um, uh, wipe... I had to get all the glue off with uh, this chemical called proline, and then and the proline would like disintegrate the gloves that I had. I had to I went through gloves all the time because the proline would just melt through them. And then I had to take one of those green br- Brillo pads and like scuff the whole like I had to scrub every inch. Oh, and this is all outdoors, right? Uh, yeah, and it was yeah, in, in I've the never summer. Had an outside job? Well, I was a camp counselor, I guess, but oh yeah, yeah, I'm not doing any of that outside. So I'm very much an indoor person. <laughs> Yeah, I I hated that job. And then a friend got fired, and then two of us were like, you know what, we're going to make a stand. But uh, I started to muscle that year because of all that scuffing, man. Yeah. That was it. Oh, the stand job. Yeah. And then and, and then, uh, then I worked at a Dunkin' Donuts a few times, and that was awful. What was Taco Bell was job? pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Taco Bell was bad? Yeah. My first job was Easter Bunny. Oh, nice. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was the Easter Bunny for like four years. No. No kidding. That was nice. And then what, someone like killed you and became a new Easter Bunny? Yeah, Matt, someone killed me, <laughs> and then they became the Easter Bunny. Do you have any He's awful jobs, Bob? Yeah. You know what? It's uh, funny. Uh, if I go way back, Chris, um, uh, I called into your show about Keep this one <laughs> before I was uh, on the board here. Oh, yeah? Uh, and that is, uh, I worked at, uh, at Market Basket, um, and you're talking about stickers, so I made stickers. You made stickers? Okay, so um, if you go into a Market Basket and you go and there's uh, little sale things on all the little uh, shelves. Right. Oh, you wrote those? I made them for all the stores. 
It was a nightmare job, nightmare. Oh, I bet that's yeah. very inane. You huh? had to print them, and then you pretty much you drop them through this crazy machine, and they you just catch them because they would all curl up. <laughs> so you would you would catch them for five or six hours, and it was and it had to be done overnight. So. I come in at like eight or nine at night, and I would catch them till about four in the morning. Oh, jeez! Yeah, not fun. No, <laughs> no, that doesn't sound fun at all. It sounds boring. And the machine would break sometimes. So, and you'd have to come in in a shirt and tie. Yeah. So that you'd be in a shirt and tie, and you'd be tearing apart this machine that had Even all sorts of oil. Though it's not open, you have to wear a shirt and a tie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was work. it was at the headquarters, so oh, like, it was very okay. uh, kind of old school there. See. Uh, one of the things I hated, because I, I didn't only just do dishes. They, I did dishes at another place, too, because I'm like, oh, do what you know. <laughs> oh, you had, like, a career, huh? Oh, it was awful. And I what I hated oh, about it was was there was somebody, like, I would go out to look at the dish rack, and it would be full. And I would know it would be full. I'm going out there because I know the dish rack is full. Somebody sitting at the bar would always point, hey, dish rack is full. Dish rack is full. Like, I know. I know it's full. That's why I'm here. I'm here to get the dishes from the dish rack. And it would drive me crazy because in my mind, I think that somebody's telling me to do my job, even though I'm already doing it. So I'm not really giving the credit because, oh, maybe this person is feeling like they're bigger than me to, you know, tell me to get the dish rack. Maybe they are bigger than you. Maybe. It was an awful job. Probably if you were a kid and this was a bar. Well, it was the bar at the diner. All diners have bars. Yeah. Which lately I've been getting, every time we have a guest on in the morning show, I get an email, hey, can you put that up as a radio replay? Hey, can you put that up as a radio replay? I'm like, dude, I'm already going to do that. Stop. <laughs> Stop asking me to do that. Same thing. I'm already going to do that. Same thing your whole life. I, I know. It's the same guy. That's the I, I, I doubt it. No, it's the oil rules. <laughs> I emailed them. I felt bad. I emailed them twice. Like, dude, I'm, I'm going to. Turn to his buddy and at the then I'm like, look, like, you know what's going to be funny? I'm going to follow this kid his entire life. Oh, I hope not. Well, I emailed him, like, if it's going to be this, this, or that, these type of people, it's going to go on as a radio replay. <laughs> Please stop emailing me. And he said, sounds good. So Now, what was so bad about Taco Bell, Alan? Oh, it's just, I mean, well, it wasn't that bad. It was just very busy. A lot of the other employees were lazy. I was drunk a lot. Yeah. Because I was 18. Sounds like it. Uh, but it was just busy. People that go to Taco Bell are generally jerks. I think people who require service like that sometimes are more jerks than not. And like I, I I'm they're, pretty passive. Yeah. But there are some people that I mean, I'm going there, not but in McDonald's, Burger King, those places, people are unreasonable. Mm-hmm. Even Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, so I can only imagine what you had to deal with at Taco Bell. What's in the meat? Look, I don't know. <laughs> I had one guy yelling at me because we were out of we were out of beef at the time. Like we were oh, yeah, just, we were just cooking more beef, and it took another twenty minutes. And uh, so we were just upgrading people to chicken or steak if they wanted it. And I walked up to the guy, and I was like, "Hey, man!" He had like two tacos, and I'm like, "Hey, man! Like we're out of beef right now. We're cooking some." It's going to be another 20 minutes, but I can give you steak or chicken for an extra cost if you want. He goes, she's like, what the hell are you talking about? How is Taco Bell out of beef? <laughs> right. And I was like, you want to know how, buddy? I was like, because our, the magical cow that gives us pre-cooked beef <laughs> is out today. Right. So we got to cook the normal stuff. And that takes about 20 minutes. Now, it all tastes the same. Do you want chicken or steak? He said steak, and then I left. Oh, yeah? 
You know, it's funny that that happened to you. Uh, there's a story I have in my newscast for tomorrow where Salem police, they're actually, Salem, New Hampshire police, they're asking the public's help in identifying somebody who went to um, a, the Popeye's Chicken on 28, and he, I guess he got really pissed off that the chicken was going to take five to ten minutes so he left and when he left he kicked the door and it smashed the window that's oh, awesome so they're trying to find this guy uh, so they can get him to pay for the damages so but he's on the run I, I guess maybe he doesn't even know they're looking for him <laughs> but hopefully the story doesn't change otherwise I'm going to have to write something different and I'm not going to want to do that if the story changes dude, just I'm here way it, too early it still in the morning. used to be true yeah. just do update no, today I felt like an idiot. Uh, there was something uh, uh, this week. Uh, mon- All right, Friday, Friday into Saturday. Uh, there's police uh, authorities in the uh, Middlesex County. They are holding oh, no. um, uh, 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 pretty much a, a checkpoint. So they're going to try to find people that are drinking and driving. Oh, so in man. my newscast, I normally I edit it and I record it and I, I, I th- well I record it then edit it and I play that all day. I was saying Merrimack County all morning. Well, at least three of my newscasts, and then my boss luckily bailed me out. Like, dude, it's Middlesex County, but it was like I don't know. I didn't even hear it. I. I I, I, it, it was written down on my paper where I typed my news as Middlesex. But yeah, but all the cops were Merrimack. probably like, good job, Poopland. <laughs> good you job, Poopland. <laughs> hey, you got everyone to drive safely in Merrimack and drive drunk through Middlesex through their <laughs> checkpoint. Yeah, but there's no Merrimack County. That's the thing. Yeah, they don't know There that. is in New Hampshire. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. So, but that would be pointless for me to say that. Here. Yeah, that wouldn't be making any sense. Not at all. Nope, nope. So, and and that's what you gotta. I don't know. It sucks. Yeah, I hate doing the news. <laughs> yeah, man. I gotta find another job, man. But I like my job now. I'm just, I'm just saying. I just don't I know think what I'm what gonna you do. Should do is violently take over this AM radio. I would station. never do that. No, because that, that's uh, it's Chris a, it's a difficult Blam. job. W A C P. <laughs> That's it, man. WCAP, I mean. Yeah, I was reading, like, a Forbes article. It says, like, the best way to success is armed revolution. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, we're going to take a break. C-O-U-P. That's the deal for you and me. Take over WCAP. CAP, the after party. I'm Chris Pubon. Joined in the studio, we got Alan Richardson. Oh! We also have uh, Matt Barry. Oh! We, we have uh, Bob Philpot pushing all the buttons. Answering the phone. If you want to give us a phone call at nine seven eight four five eight. Oh, four five four four nine eight zero. I'm getting tired tonight. You know what it is? Tonight's the first night I did not grab a coffee. Normally, every show I grab a coffee before the show. Yeah. Tonight I didn't do that. Don't I, yell throughout I, the whole show. Come I had on. a coffee. I'm super <laughs> tired, man. I'm so tired. Yeah. Well, you also ate that huge sandwich from. I know Sucas. that took a lot out of me. I had a Coca Cola. I don't usually have soda, yeah. but I wanted a Coca Cola. 
And uh, now I'm all full of sugar from that Coca-Cola. I saw a video of this skinny dude who ate uh, 50 donuts. Ooh. And uh, I, I... What kind of donut? Like assorted? They were like those packaged donuts, oh, uh, yeah. but there was a glaze, there was a chocolate, and there was a powdered. The powdered it, would be right. And it was sponsored by Dollar Shave Club, and I was angry because I would love them to sponsor this show. <laughs> yeah, they're a cool company, man. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, he got it, but he was doing something wacky that I'm sure a lot of people were going to watch, and my son loves donuts so much that I'm like, I had to call him in. Like, dude, Billy, you gotta see this. <laughs> you gotta. So, was the guy? Did he have like a beard that got covered in powdered? He had donuts? a tiny little patch on his beard. Uh, he doesn't. He was Asian, so he doesn't grow in that much. <laughs> okay, Japanese. Dude, it's not racist. It's true, man. I've met a lot of Asian people that just can't grow beards. I got no beard. <laughs> <laughs> and see, I didn't. I didn't say that, but you know, there, there's. Like like Indian people, not like like Native Americans. They don't really grow beards either. They some of them can probably grow a beard. But. Keep going. Let's do this for half an hour. Who else can't grow beards, Chris? I don't know. How do you who feel else? about the Indian people? Oh, they're fine. I was in the Marines with someone. Her name was Poor Bear. And I would explain like when people would ask like what, and I'd be like, oh, she's like a bear with no honey. And she would get upset with me when I would say that, and I wouldn't know why because I felt like I was nailing it. Poor bear, like she had no honey, you know. She was a bear. She was poor. <laughs> they were wondering, like, do you, like poor, like P O U R or P O R or P O R E, you know. And I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, the poor, is just poor, like you know, homeless people. They're 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 poor. They have no money, <laughs> so they bug you for change every day. What about Canadians? There's nothing wrong with Canadians. They I have love great health care. Canadians are the best. Well, I just want to hear what else Chris will say, though. I'm you. not, I'm just not, I have nothing bad to say. You haven't this whole time. I haven't. Still You're somehow right. it's I, think, I think the Polish are generally uglier than other people. <laughs> I would, you know, when I was in Iraq, I thought the dirtiest people were the Turkish. <laughs> but then they were all talking. construction. <laughs> and when I, well, I had to search these people every day. And, uh,. When I would have to search these people, my, my hands would, like, stick to their clothes. And it wasn't that my hands were dirty. It was that their their clothes, I, I don't know, man. It was bad. You know what they say about but the Turkish? They the, can't swim in applesauce. If you throw them in a pool of applesauce, they sink to the bottom. I've never heard that. Yeah, they can't swim in it. But it's not. Yeah, I, what? Yeah, that's like, a, that's like a thing with the Turkish. <laughs> I feel like, what are you doing? Why, you're just fidgeting around in that chair I'm so just, bad. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I had I mean, one friend, though. His name was Jacob. talking about the Turks. And, and he was Turkish, and he but he worked in the jewelry. He was not dirty. He, he worked in uh, <laughs> the jewelry store, and I remember he would come in. <laughs> Maybe you just met dirty people. No, no, no. There's they, a lot they, of people here whose clothes you could touch your hands. I would have sticky. to, when I would you say turn around. You working construction all day? You think that <laughs> I, might have gotten that had to have been it, yeah, yeah. They never wore socks either. It was weird to me. Um, they wear shoes, but they wouldn't wear socks. But this one guy, Jacob, I remember him coming through, and uh, I was very uh, lenient on my searching. Uh, when I had to search people, I wouldn't search the... the Their the, crotches? Exactly. Yeah. But the Ugandans, they were very, very thorough. And Jacob was not a fan of this. And he's like, uh, he's like, oh, Pooplan, can you search me? Uh, they, they keep grabbing my balls. No. <laughs> the way he said it was hilarious. And I'm like, yeah, get over here, Jacob. I'm not going to touch those things. <laughs> I, and then I did. Take that, <laughs> Jacob. No, but uh, but he, he wasn't Sponge dirty. Sponge for so. Donna Coocher. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. Uh, I used to play Guess Where This Guy's From, and eventually got it all right. You know what they say about the Ugandans? 
What? If you feed them cheese, it's they can fly. No, they never say that. Yeah, no, that's like a thing. People no, don't say that about them. No, they don't. Okay. People do not say that about them. They say, Oli <laughs> uh, Okay. <laughs> what? Jagalo compaco, eh, gomanyoko. That's what they say. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to call 911 and ask them. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, it meant a few different things. Oh, okay. Said, hi, how are you? I want you to give me, and then a word that I probably couldn't say in English. Oh, okay. <laughs> Or well, don't give it away. Just say a fake word, you dummy. Now everyone knows. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, say that, that in a Japanese accent. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's, uh, uh, your head looks like a testicle. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, I was on post with these guys That's 12 a good, hours a day. Uh, That's a good insult. And a lot of these yeah, guys... You know what, dude? If they, were, they are spot on. That is what your head looks like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you part. weren't shaved then either. Well, right? that was me, man. I asked them how to say it. They didn't just tell me. It, well, I was on post with them 12 hours a day for a year. Imagine on a single post? Dudes? Yeah, well, uh, they would work 12 on, 24 off. So I always got different groups of Ugandans. But uh, okay. for 12 hours a day, I was hanging out with these guys. And I was uh, I was 21, uh, turning pretty much through my whole year of being 21 years old. That's what, And I hung out with these guys. So you got to imagine nice yourself. People. Oh, they're great people. I loved them. They were awesome. They they helped pass the time for me because I would just make fun of them the whole time, and they were totally in on the joke. They would make fun of me too, and <laughs> it was fun. I, I would hate when other people would say bad things about them because I'm like, dude, they're cooler than you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I would ask them how to say certain things, and a lot of them were like born again Christians. So uh, they wouldn't. Li- they don't like bad words. So I would shake their hand, and they would hold my hand, and I would say like "Oh, and they would be like, "Do you know what that means?" And I'm like, "Yeah, your head looks like a testicle." <laughs> they would. They would be in shock. They don't. They make the same noise too. They go, "Ah, <laughs> meaning you are spoiled. Uh, not like milk. You know. Yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. Well, dude, why are you opening up all these conversations like that to strangers? Because they, I, Cause well, funny. we weren't really strangers. We're in like a fishbowl, man. Like they, they all, we all know each other. Well, so, it sounded like that was the first thing you said to them. Yeah, for some people, yeah, because <laughs> they would hear of me uh, when I would say certain <laughs> words. American boy, I'd say uh, there would be <laughs> there, there would be new Ugandans on post every once in a while, and I'd be like, "Gwe," and that means you. Uh, uh, that's how they get each other's uh, attention, and I'd be like Oliotia, and then he'd be like, "Oh, you must be Mr. Pooblon." <laughs> it would always crack me up. I'm like, yeah, oh, we all talk about you in the camp. <laughs> like, oh, thank you. I guess. Now, are these guys there from like the Ugandan army? Uh, some of them are uh, from yeah, similar. Uh, they get out of the army because they actually get paid more working for America, uh, searching these guys in oh, war. Okay, so they're like mercenaries, kind of. Uh, and, no, they're more security guards. They okay, get, so they yeah, got paid when I was there. Security. So, that, so they're that's mercenaries. Like the official word for mercenary. Yeah, they they got paid garbage. That's like the less lethal mercenary. Yeah. But they'd have like three or four wives at home, and uh, they would send all their money back to Uganda. And, uh, it's, like on, uh, it's like on that show Scalpers, how Terrence has five girlfriends. You ever watch that? It's a no. web series. Alan's in it. It's uh, pretty dude, funny. You've been watching Scalpers? I've been watching Scalpers. Oh, it's pretty man. funny, dude. You should look it up. It's called Scalpers. Where is it? Where do you find it's it? It's on mine. Yeah, it's on like, you can find it on YouTube Trace, or Facebook. Trace Gatto's TV on Facebook. Yeah, a bunch of comedians are in it. Alan's in it. Justin Hoff's in it. Justin Hoff's really funny in it. Yeah. Um, Alan is like Justin Hoff's henchman in it. 
with yeah. Zach Brazow. That kid's super funny. Yeah, I love acting. Zach and I have a lot of fun doing stuff together. That's, that's interesting, man. Like, uh, uh, so yeah, Chris, uh, I do things. So, like, if you're no, booking, I, know you I don't do know things. a show at a brewery. You can ask me. Well, well part of you, is don't, like you do don't drink if you have it open. Huh? Beer, so you're clearly not doing things if you have that date open. Yeah, I don't. I was trying to actually have a show that day. I well, I was trying to leave <laughs> well, it open go, to then. people. <laughs> no, I was trying. To, have we haven't gotten there yet? Leave it open to people who like beer. Yeah, exactly. Maybe and leave I it open to people bad. that's gonna let people have a fun time. Yeah, you're right, and they also have good food. You see, just because I don't drink, I shouldn't be doing comedy Where's your with beer. Show that no, because that's so probably half the more be doing shows for Chris Publa. No. in a basement in Alston. <laughs> that's like at a dude's house. Yeah. Is it really, like, do, do they invite just friends over and you just kind of do comedy in the basement? Oh, no, it's just, like, whoever. Do people just show up in this guy's basement? Yeah, so this is my band on the 20th, where it's Noisebreaker's final show on April 22nd in Alston. And, uh, which I think is a band that's only existed as long as the after party's been apart. Really? Yeah, I don't think I was doing it when when we stopped doing the after party. It was like last um, May. Yeah, May of last April. year. No, right? June. I stopped uh, June. I think I stopped like either. I think I finished on my birthday, so I oh, finished okay. on June sixteenth, and then we had the barbecue a few days later. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this year we're going to be stopping on June fifteenth. Uh, the fifteenth will be our last show. All right. Um, yeah. No. So this is our last show. It's in some dude's basement. They're yeah. gonna put out a EP, and then Noisebreaker will be dead. But um, yeah, we do comedy shows at a couple. We, I, we do the No Show. It's like a series of basement shows around Alston. Yeah. And there's uh, this dude Jed, who runs uh, a shows out of his basement, and Dave runs uh, shows out of his basement. And it's uh, and there are a couple other people. How do you get people into that though? Uh, well, we post you... around online, and we yeah. say you know, no no jerks. Ask someone in the know for the address. You know, like BYOB. Yeah, and then we tell people don't let jerks, don't give jerk, give jerks the address. <laughs> don't give jerks the address. So it's like your friend has to tell you about this this show, and then you can get the figure, find out from your friend where it is. Right. And then you can come find our secret little shows. Okay. You should come do them, Matt. They're super fun. <laughs> I'd do that. Yeah. Yeah. Are they? Do you typically guess a responsive crowd? One. No, that's my last band show, but we run, like, comedy basement shows around town. Oh, nice. Well, what I'm saying, uh, do you get a crowd that responds, like, you know... Like, oh, we get really good crowds. A lot yeah. of my album is from uh, clips of that. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Which, hey, I should plug that. I'm on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, man. I have a comedy album out. It's called An Unknown Man in Unknown Places. It's a half hour long, and it's clips of me in different basements and house shows and speakeasies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Speakeasies are uh, still a thing? Yeah. Good. <laughs> and I've performed in them. <laughs> They're super cool, and it's I can't get booked publicly, so, you know, here you go. Well, all of that stuff, from what I've been reading, kind of builds up to bigger things anyway, so... Uh, Thanks, man. No, I, uh, you know, George Carlin... I, I am read... going to be a very big... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was reading about George Carlin, and... Uh, he was saying how he would start doing a show and he would start hating the place because the the crowd for 
the crowd just wasn't for him. And he would get frustrated, and he, he would, like, crawl under the piano and just start describing everything that under the piano looked like, you know? That's great. And eventually, while he was on stage, he would just be like, can you just fire me? Please fire me. <laughs> and he would still get paid, but his time would get, like, you know, definitely shortened. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the things that he did was just amazing, uh, just for, like, his nights out weren't always golden, you know? Yeah. Uh so I once got mad at a, um, an audience in Portland, and they were just talking through the whole show, and I was going on last, and um, like the bartender was heckling the comics, and the whole everyone in the bar was just talking and not like like the first like the first few people were at first see like booths and stuff, everyone was listening, everyone else was just talking over it, and uh, so. I went on stage and I was all mad at everyone and I told everyone that they're being terrible, rude people. <laughs> I'm not going to do jokes for them. I'm just going to read from the Bible until they learn to be better people. <laughs> oh, really? Did and you read from the I Bible? I read from the Bible for like four minutes until everybody quieted down and then I did my set. <laughs> oh, really? It worked? No, nah, then they started talking again, so ah. then I just went back to the Bible. <laughs> Why'd you have a Bible? Um, so... I was Which just, section did you start off on? Uh, it was John and the Romans. Okay. <laughs> it was... Uh, I like their early stuff. <laughs> <laughs> someone just had... Someone had given me a, one of those, like, Bible pamphlets people are always handing out. Yeah. And uh, they like, someone gave this to me. They're like, you should have it. And I was like... I was I, standing in line. line. I, I was like, I know. I was like, I'm going to use this some weird way as a joke. Yeah. I was standing in line with my kids and somebody came by and then I and my daughter's like, what is this? I'm like, oh, he thinks you're going to hell. <laughs> so read it. She's like, really? I'm like, don't read it. Just throw it in the trash. <laughs> now those people. It's always that one guy that's everywhere. Yeah, he's he's around Lowell too. Who's paying him? He's just doing it, man. Yeah, but how that someone's paying that guy to do something? The Lord. Well, no, but like you have to make all those pamphlets, and you seemingly never work. You don't know that those pamphlets are being made. Maybe they're being sent from heaven. Yeah, maybe. maybe I do. He's just because, waking uh, up in there in his kitchen. It's not what's happening. Yeah, it might be. It absolutely is it not. Could be. It's the Lord's work. Um, knock knock. Who's there? It's Staples. I have your delivery of three thousand flyers <laughs> that you bought because that's the way you get these. Fifty dollars. Yeah. Yeah, no. Hitcha. Man, we're... we're <laughs> All right, look, I won't do an Asian accent ever again. Oh, you no, you won't. I won't. Would you like a metal cup? <laughs> oh, man. This is getting bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's your fault. It's, it's, yeah, it is. So, oh my God! We still have nine minutes to go. Nine minutes. Nine left, minutes man. to go. Then I can go home. I can go to bed. Then I can wake up. You know, what, when I finally do fall asleep, it's like it's like I'm blinking, and then yeah. my alarm clock's so going you're off. You're immediately awake. You're still tired. And my head hurts from it, and then I feel like I'm in just this weird fog where I can't. Like you're, you look really, really stoned, but you didn't smoke any pot. Yeah. That's how I look all day on Fridays. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to drink so much coffee tomorrow. I'm going to be a coffee drinker. I'm going to Gormley's yeah. Cafe for some breakfast at yeah. 10.15. If anybody's around in Lowell and wants to get some breakfast with me, that's what I'm doing. That's right. They make some bomb breakfast over there. They make their hash from scratch. Uh, the Alston Diner, they make uh, their hash from scratch. It's got a bunch of carrots in it. Oh, yeah? Delicious. That sounds good, too. Yeah, it, it makes it sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, theirs is all potato. I guess there's a bunch of different ingredients in it, but uh, I had like you know onions and ha- you know corned beef and stuff. But yeah, it was good. I and, went um, to uh, Brookline lunch in Cambridge, and uh, I got the home fries. And they had a bunch of sautéed vegetables and black beans in with the home fries. That's interesting. And onions and stuff. It was delicious. But that was really good. It was great. Yeah. Homemade hot sauce, too. Really? See, that's what I like about uh, uh, Let's Roll Egg Roll. Like They were over at Navigation. I talked th- about them earlier today, but he's back, and I know he, he puts his uh, spot over at Jackson Street, which is just down the road from here. Yeah. And he has a whole menu of different egg rolls. He does, um, and like I, I got a corned beef egg roll today. He was like, oh, it nice. was the St. Patty's egg roll. And then uh, there was the mariachi, which was like chicken and some sort of cheese in there. And uh, but he has the BB King. I love this dude's egg rolls, and he does a different sauce with every egg roll. So, um, and what's it called? Let's roll egg rolls. I imagine he'll be around uh, Jackson Street tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, when I'm getting to work, so I can go over there and bug him again. <laughs> I, I told him I owe him a beer. I, I made a milk stout, and it should be ready this weekend. So I need to bring one by, only if it tastes good. Chris just hustles up and they're like, just give him an egg roll, he'll go away. <laughs> yeah, maybe. There is maybe. a larger man. Yeah, yeah. It's a larger baby. <laughs> give the baby the egg roll. Oh, Thank God no one's listening at this point in the night. <laughs> That's a man. I'll here. get it tomorrow. Oh, I don't know what you were talking about yesterday. I'm like, dude, we are all tired after 11. <laughs> I did not get my coffee. The past few weeks I've been pretty good after 11. This is the first week I feel like I've been doing this show and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I'm out of fumes. Yeah. I think I've ran out of fumes tonight. I'm on. I'm up there. I'm. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm, can I plug some stuff before we plug go? some stuff, man? We got like five minutes. All right. I got some shows coming up. Oh, I want to plug stuff too. Then well, plug away, fellas. Plug some stuff. Go to mattberrysocks.com. Go to mattberrysocks.com. See all my dates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to go first, Matt? You probably got more. You want me to go first? Uh, Unless you got a bunch more. You got a whole. No, paper. a lot of these happened already. <laughs> oh, where are we? We're so we're in we're in uh, Massachusetts. We're 23rd, yeah. I'm Massachusetts. at the Cal- I'm at the Kowloon. Where am I? Am I in Massachusetts? I travel and around so much between Massachusetts no, and man. New Hampshire. I'm just so tired. And yeah, and sometimes the- I forget which state I'm in we're between in the- Massachusetts we're on, we're on and everywhere. New Hampshire. But I'm gonna be at the Kowloon in May. That's around here. That's the 19th and the 20th. Okay. I got some other cool shows. I'll be with Harlan Williams next month. On, oh, that's uh, awesome. Four, oh, where? 420 through 422 at Mohegan Sun. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to try to go there on one of those days. It sounded super sarcastic, but... He's a nice guy. You, you did that with him last year a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, like two years ago. Yeah, I was really bummed to miss when, it. When it was at the other casino. Yeah, and I missed that. It was the same year you did with Mick Foley, too, right? No, nah, it was the next year. Oh, man. I'll be here tomorrow on the morning show, all day. Chris Poobland, morning And I'll up. be uh, doing Living for the Weekend on 980 WCAP, where we will actually have uh, Amy Pessia from the Greater Merrimack Valley Food Bank. Oh, and Amy, she'll she's be, so great. She's awesome. She'll be bringing us some wine to drink from 4 to 4.30. And then we'll be doing the Spiritual Hour, for, sponsored by the Liquor Shop at 1201 Bridge Street in the Sunrise Plaza, right in Lowell. I don't know what we're drinking from that segment, though. Beautiful. You gonna plug your stuff, Al? Yeah, dude. I'll plug my stuff. Uh, tomorrow, March twenty fourth, uh, Noisebreaker, my punk band's playing it live at two one two in Brown Street in Westbrook. 
Who here is going to drive to Westbrook? Dude, maybe someone in Maine will <laughs> Maybe. People, I've posted online and people in Portland have tuned in before. Oh, okay. yeah? Like, right. I, Maine likes me. It's okay. No, hey, dude. Hey, it's no, right. I'm it's a fucking... Oh, shoot. Don't <laughs> sound like a bucket. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a bucket, You're a man. bucket of... We're just going to keep <laughs> on going. There's four minutes left. Four minutes left. Four minutes left, Alan. Four minutes left, Alan you stupid jerk. <laughs> um, then what do I have? Now I'm all thrown off. Um, doing dinner theater stuff. You're, you're not gonna go to that. Yeah, go see the dinner theater, guys. Alan go see dinner theater. I, I, I'll be playing a detective on the 25th in Somerville at the Holiday Inn. It's a seventy dollar ticket for dinner. And when is go. that? The 25th. 25th, and then I'm on at April 1st, and I'm on at April 29th. Yeah, don't go to his April 1st show because I'm gonna be in Munson, Massachusetts. So just Google Munson, Massachusetts map area because I don't know where the show is, but. I'll be somewhere in that town. Come see me. April 5th, I'll be at the Shaskian in Manchester, New Hampshire. And also a man's basement earlier that day in Alston. <laughs> and then uh, April 7th, I'm headlining at Empire in Portland for their first Friday series. And then right. May 5th, I'm at Stone Church. Very nice. And then June 23rd... We're going all the way out to... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> June 23rd, it's a Friday. Uh, if anyone's booking shows, June 23rd, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. All right, so is that all, all out of the way now? Uh, I'm going to be at Comedy Connection at the end of next month. Oh, Why can't nice. you just May, do all your plugs May at once 26, like the rest May of us? May 27th. No, you, wrote, you missed your well, shot. Well, first I was doing I'm the local at, uh, one thing. You were like, oh, I'm touring all over the country. I'm going to Maine. And I was like, oh, All yeah. over the country. If it's anyone, just two hours away. If I'm anyone from at, Rhode Island is in, interested, I'm going to Diner to see me. Friday, tomorrow, 10 You were not done with this, Chris. Now what? I, I don't care. I'm butting in. I'm going to be at Gormley's Diner what at 10 15 is a mallow cup? It's, uh, it's kind of like a Reese's peanut butter cup, only it has uh, marshmallow instead of peanut butter. I saw so, Kong, and it was it was pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. I saw a Dying Laughing. Have you guys watched that? No. I saw Why Him. That was fun. It's a good documentary about comedy and how sad it is. And how sad it is. He's got Gary Shandling in it before he died. Aww. Oh, pretty good. Sam and uh, Seinfeld's The more punch, I Kevin watch Hart. stand-up comedy, too, and you watch the whole careers of people and how they've done it their entire lives, like, do you think it depresses them or impresses them at the end of their life? Probably yeah. impresses them. I mean, if they're famous enough for you to be reading about them. I guess. Yeah. Well, good, good. That's the cue that I can go home and go to bed because I'm hurting right now. Oh, me too, ma'am. So, Matt Barry, Ellen Richardson, thank you for hanging out. Yeah, no problem. Bob Philpott, hey, thank you for, for pushing me. all the buttons and uh, I miss you know, being there to answer yeah. the phone. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I love you guys. No problem. I love you guys so much. I, I love you, you guys more. Problem. Yeah. I mean, I love you guys more than I love Matt Barry. Yeah. I love you guys more than I love me. Yeah. All right, we got to go now. I like so. this song that's about to play more than you guys. What though. is this so, song? So, good night, Zappa. everybody. Bye.